0: Chum-a. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it the 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Sean Watson with Salinas and Seelands. It is
2: Monday, February 5th. 2024 lots to get to today from the super bowl countdown to major drama bubbles up at the grammy awards and don't use your apple vision pro in public plus your calls dispatches emails texts and more hey there sabrina hello hello see what's happening And hello to you. You can join us on the show today. All you have to do is send us a dispatch. Go to thenewsjunkie.com. Hit record on your first dispatch today. You can also watch the show on YouTube and twitch.tv slash thenewsjunkie. Your message is rolling right into the studio in real time. How's everybody doing on a Monday? Good. Good, good, good. How are you? Good, you know, hanging in there. Had a nice weekend. I hope you guys did as well. Uh, got a lot done, had some fun, enjoyed ourselves. Well, had a and... fantastic weekend.
3: Oh, yeah. You had the big steakhouse trip. Yeah. I yeah, went to Tampa uh-huh. for steaks.
2: Oh, uh, you went to fancy steak place, huh? And, and how much of a tab do we rack up there? Well,
4: that's a pretty expensive tab there, sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's
3: what credit cards are for. Uh, I gotta say, ooh. it's the first time I've ever heard of someone going outside of town to just get steak but hey, i've never look, been to the steak place
2: this is a famous legendary steak place c lane said look, uh, it has been, its own wikipedia page
3: oh we've
2: been doing all this baby stuff for quite some time let's take a little break and let's you know have a little kind of almost like a staycation thing but go over and go to this steakhouse and i i thought like, at first i was like it's not an expensive place because mo wanted me to go there and Mo's like, no, no, it's not bad. And I looked at the menu and I go, you know what? It's not too bad. It's like sixty bucks for a steak and all the extra stuff. But yeah, like, like the uh,
4: cheapest one, even the smallest steak you get there comes. If you're if you're getting steak, it comes with. Uh, let's see, there was there was a bread served at some point, mm-hmm. but uh,
3: French Say onion. Say no soup. more, Celine. <laughs>
4: they got bread there. <laughs> French onion soup, house salad. Uh, there was the vegetable of the day, onion rings. I mean, a, ba- a, a baked potato, however mm-hmm. you want it. I mean, there's a lot of food for, uh, you know, what, what you get.
2: Places so like
3: how... that, though, do you ask for to go boxes if you don't finish everything?
4: They offered them,
3: but okay. we
2: we didn't want them. Uh, I would have taken everything home with me Same. if I'm spending a bunch of money. So how does it go from like sixty dollars for a steak and all that stuff to actually being? A super expensive meal so
4: this place burns in tampa <clears throat> excuse me is uh has one of the hugest wine collections in the world oh mm-hmm. and like you get a tour we toured the wine cellar that was like downstairs it was below the oh, seawall full tourist and uh they, they, uh they offer everybody like kitchen wine wine cellar tour stuff like that mm-hmm. And uh, I think I read that they have a 100,000 bottles on site wow. and, an, and an additional 500,000 in another building nearby. Oh my god. <laughs> They're trying to catalog them. They have a loose sort of Dewey Decimal system of trying to keep uh, track of each bottle and then the the wine list that they give you and list the the, the word list sounds a little hilarious. It is a friggin novel. It oh is a god. large book. And he said, if you turn to page 97, you'll see the most expensive bottle of wine we have. How much was that? $49,000. Oh!
3: (laughs) Are you serious? Yes. Okay. I just felt like weak uh, out of nowhere. Can you imagine spending $49,000 on one bottle
2: of wine? No, it's ridiculous. And there's no way it's good enough to be worth $49,000.
4: It's
3: like a nice car.
4: Here's the thing. It used to be the second most expensive bottle they had. So somebody came in there and dropped... Like sixty, seventy thousand dollars at one point. Do only uh, have right. one of those, or right. like
3: completely stocked? I, that's, I think I
4: asked that. I think there was one or something. The, the problem is they have such a, a collection that they keep randomly finding stuff. They're like, oh, we just found
2: a whole bunch of these. <laughs>
3: oh,
4: convenient. So uh, uh, Ashley, wanted- wait, 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 is this true? Avendisora
2: says their wine list has a table of contents. Is it, It's like an yeah. opening page. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So there's a lot to this thing, and you guys started drinking wine. Now that gets expensive. So how many people were in your group? Four. Oh, four buddy. people are in your room oh, and four boy. people
3: are now in severe debt after that Tampa trip.
4: <laughs> How much was this check for, like all together? Yeah, yeah, yeah. like all four of us. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. In- including the trip upstairs to the dessert <laughs> room. Yeah, mm-hmm, yeah, 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 come on, sixteen hundred dollars.
3: Whoa! <laughs> 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 wow, sixteen
2: hundred dollars. Oh my God! It's four hundred dollars a person. For God's sake. <laughs>
3: uh the big At that question point, I'm taking the napkins utensils i mean the the menu yeah. if I can just for souvenirs
2: yeah I'm taking everything I
4: can out of that place if they took four hundred dollars from each uh was Thanks. it worth it oh, I was very good i mean it, 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 some of that was like uh, uh one person wanted to to take care of a whole bottle and another person wanted to take care of a whole bottle and so i I don't think we even I and mean, we kind of mostly evenly did it but it, it, it was very good. I, Can you I, sneak in a bottle like you do on cruises and stuff or no? Uh, you know, I don't know. I never, uh, really kind of asked if they have a corkage fee because mm-hmm. usually like if you're going there, the, like a lot of times you go there because of the wine. If yeah. you're into that kind of stuff, which I was, you know, traveling with people who are. Sounds like it. <laughs> Sounds okay. like that's the case. All
2: right. Uh, let's put our ears to the ground, our fingers <laughs> on the pulse. Let's see if we can make some money today, huh? Fill those Please. coffers back up. Uh, let's see what's happened to this great big wide world of ours. And we go to California yeah. where I don't know if you guys heard, but my God, uh, they got some bad weather this weekend and they're not used to it. They bitch about bad weather over there. And when they went out to find out how everybody was prepping for this big storm that hit California, they found Mr. T out there, and <laughs> Mr. Tidying T by
1: any chance? He was indeed. Let's see what we got. The valleys. People are preparing for major flooding and even trying to make light of a heavy situation.
2: What's up, Mr. T? I'm gonna get some, I'm gonna get some sand doing, I'm, I'm getting some bags for myself <laughs> and some of my
1: neighbors. Mr. T says it's important to help out his community, and is doing just that.
2: Boy Scout again. Always be prepared. Be prepared, fool. <laughs> be prepared. <laughs> fool he did the thing what he did the pie. thing i like that guy man for those of you in the back the young folks who don't know who mr t is hey. mr t was like an iconic guy who was in a television show in the 80s called the a-team and he was in a bunch of stuff after that and he got famous he was a like a bouncer at a nightclub in i don't know new york california where it was But he wore all these gold chains. Before anybody else wore all the big gold chains, Mr. T was the guy. He was wearing all the gold chains. And he got himself a a lot of money and a lot of fame off of that. And he's just like a regular dude, man, helping everybody out with sandbags. Mr. T saying, I pity the fool over on KTLA in California. It's like wow.
4: uh, whenever those those kind of people who are known for something deliver their phrase, mm-hmm. you're like, all right, th- uh. thank you, thank you, that's good. Imagine, <laughs> yeah. Sean,
3: you're going to be his age years from now, and they're like, say it. And w- what What is your go-to phrase, man?
4: Wiggle, wig, no.
3: wiggle. Hello and welcome. Get out of my face. <laughs> I don't know if I have one. Do I, do I have a, a phrase like they, that? I got a year to figure it out.
2: Uh, I Pity the Fool is a good one, though. I mean, it's, it seems like straight out of the 80s because it is, but Since I think that's retired, a good one. Since he's
3: retired, you can pick it up if you want. Just make sure to end every segment with, uh, and you're listening to the News Junkie, I Pity the Fool.
2: I can't steal that from him. That's too good. Could and then say his, it right his, now. His, his other one was, don't give me no jibba jabber." That was a one I did. <laughs> he was—I love him, man. He was a cool guy, Mister T. Uh, somebody says ear to the ground or ear to the ground figures on the pulse. I don't know if that's it. I don't know if that's going to do it for me either. <laughs> okay, uh, we have a lot to get into today. Last night, big night in the entertainment world—the uh, Grammys. Yeah. Yep. Oh man, I gotta tell you—I
0: watched the whole thing. I actually, me too. You did? No. So did
3: I.
2: Uh, I didn't. You guys did? Yeah. I
3: watched it in its entirety.
2: Okay, how
3: long was it? Because usually so I
2: think
4: three and a half hours. Effing and it went over. Long. That's way too long. That is way, 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 way
2: too Multiple long for times. one of these
3: shows. I turned to my girlfriend and I said, oh, okay, let's wrap this up. When is uh, it going to happen? Was there any
2: really good performances, like musical yes. performances? Yes.
3: I okay. will say, um, I mean, if I loved Joni Mitchell's performance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was extremely yeah. endearing. And I mm-hmm. loved Fantasia. In her tribute to Tina Turner.
2: Okay, Fantasia Barone from American Idol. I remember her. I, and... I know
4: that Joni Mitchell has overcome some uh, health issues to be where she is right now. And um, it's very legendary and all that. Oh, you're going to be a dick. I'm not being a dick. I just, I think that they're parading her up there. Like um like in South Park when they brought up Rod Stewart. He's like, oh, pooper pants. <laughs>
3: I mean, I do. I saw Rod Stewart when he was very, very old, like two years ago, still very old this day. Uh-huh. And he, yeah, it was hard to watch. He was so old. He was like, <laughs> On a translucent chair. Didn't you go to that show with me, C-Lane? On a translucent chair in which to, to uh, kind of fool the audience that he was standing when up. he
2: wasn't sitting down. And
3: then you couldn't understand one thing he was saying.
2: But Was she sitting down? Yeah. yeah. Her- She's okay. very
3: frail.
4: She sits down in like a. they have like a Joni Mitchell throne that she has this cane on. And she sings mm-hmm. the same song every time. Yeah.
2: I'm hearing good things about the fast car performance. That Dude, oh, that was great. I, I,
4: I have uh, forgiven Luke Combs for covering that song. Uh, After that performance, that was moving as hell. Everybody was on their feet. Like, everybody, oh my gosh, the amount of... The amount of uh, tweets that were like Taylor's standing up and singing "Fast Car," my life is over. <laughs> oh my gosh!
3: We'll have to dive into this because the Taylor coverage was so annoying.
4: Oh my gosh! Oh. If many football fans saw the Grammys, they would they would just like I'd explode. But uh, there was a uh, uh, a point at which they they got into one of the final choruses of "Fast Car." And you look over and like Jelly Roll, who I had to Google cause I didn't even know who he was. I was like, fat tattoo face rapper. And I, I had the rapper <laughs> part Hunter's wrong. Singer. I know. I, I, I don't know. No, he, he started yeah. off as a rapper. He did.
2: And then he found out like a lot of other dudes do that, do that. They go like a country, the rock country roll is the one that I can do here. And I can make a bunch of money off of this. I'll be the
4: cool country guy. They were like on their feet. Everybody was singing along. And it was very, very moving. What they they had like a pre-roll, like a sizzle reel. And they were introducing Luke Combs. And they were like, like, this is why Luke Combs did this cover of Fast Car. Because it was one of his favorite songs growing up. And all Mm. of a sudden, they have it like zoomed in on a guitar. And it starts playing Fast Car. And I was like... Those hands are definitely not Luke Combs's. <laughs> unless,
3: based, on, based on the color. Unless <laughs> or you he's like, really, black hand. <laughs> you never
4: go black hand. You don't, you don't want to do that. So, <laughs> and then it was like Tracy Chapman's on on the stage, and I was like, oh, my gosh. And then tears. Yeah. Oh, you cried? Wow. 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 I, I welled up a little bit. Pussy.
2: I, maybe mm-hmm. I would
3: have, but I was like cleaning dishes. But I was like, oh, Tracy Chapman. And then we went oh, back, wow. back to it. But it's it,
2: it was very it, nice. It, it, Yeah, I did see a lot of positive things about that. We'll get into more of what happened at the Grammys and some of the crazy moments because there were a bunch of them. Uh, We can make fun of the Taylor Swift coverage. We can get into all of that stuff. We got a lot to touch on today, of course. But when we come back, there's something that's pretty insane that's happening surrounding the Super Bowl. And nobody's really talking about this just yet, so let's be the first. We're going to be the first to dive in on this. When I saw this this weekend, I was like, what? So we'll talk about this. It's coming up next on the News Junkie. Uh, You're listening to Real Radio 104.1. Online at realradio.fm. On your phone with the free iHeartRadio
1: app. And on hundreds of devices like Alexa, Google Home, Xbox, (laughs) and...
2: Sunday, and thanks for hanging out with us. We are watching the march toward Super Bowl Sunday. It is going to be a big, big thing. And I know there's somebody out there, I don't even listen to the Super Bowl or watch the Super Bowl. Kay. I don't care about it. Uh, last year, one out of every three Americans was watching the Super Bowl. And I think those numbers might even be low. Just because it's such a dominating force, I don't know how the puppy Bowl does, but you know they always do that too, like the counter programming to the Super Bowl. uh One thing is for sure, this is something I hadn't seen before myself. Now you guys might say, i oh, I've seen that before, Sean, and if you have Sabrina and Celine, let me know because this was this kind of took me by surprise so i'm uh, I'm at the theme park this weekend, I'm at Universal Studios. And I'm walking around, and there's a place in there, if you've never been, called uh, NBC Sports Grill or yes. something, right? right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so a big a- NASCAR cafe, I believe. It did, yeah, yeah. And now they've changed a lot of stuff. we got NBC Sports Grill in there for the past handful of years. And as I'm walking by, there's a big sign. And uh, one thing they're doing is the trick that you're going to hear endlessly this week. And, folks, I apologize ahead of time. For this, not from us, but from our brethren all over media, you are going to hear endlessly "big game, big game" for the big game, the big game. All these things that people say yeah. because they can't say Super Bowl. Yeah,
3: that little fine line. That's if they say Super Bowl, you get your ass sued.
2: You can, yeah. Well, if you do at that point, uh, it, well, if you have an event and you use Super Bowl in the event promotion, you are not
4: allowed to do that, and they could go after you
2: and. Get money from you. What if your
4: events like, oh, we're having this great football event? We will be showing the Super Bowl.
2: I don't even think you can do that right. if it's part of a promotion. That's why they all they're all, the big game, the big game this week. So this sign out in front what if of you
4: say big game. But there are NFL logos and team logos all over <laughs> <Europe laughs> your poster. You can't do that. You're not going to get away with anything. Can't say it in pig Latin. You know, you can't put it up there in another language. Oh, uh, 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 Bootsy Moonshine and Big Doug Millionaire are bringing up the superb owl. No, nope, you can't do that. You can't do the superb owl. No, we're going to see right through yeah. that. You're using Super Bowl
2: to promote stuff, and you're not allowed. So a uh, walk by and says the big game is going to be on Super Bowl Sunday. You want to spend it here with us. And it said, uh, make sure you visit NBC Sports Grill for the big game. And I look at the bottom because I see an asterisk. And I go, what's going on here? And they're charging at this particular bar. I don't know how all the other bars are handling this. But they're charging $100 a seat inside (laughs) the restaurant. Uh,
3: Tell me what it comes with, Sean. Uh, Tell me it comes with something.
2: I don't know that it comes with anything. I don't know that it comes with anything. I'll look it up because the one I saw from last year didn't appear to come with anything. It just seemed like it was a hundred dollars. Now it's not here. Here's where they're going to get you on this. Okay. It's not like you pay a hundred dollars for a ticket to sit down in there and you watch the Super Bowl. It's a hundred dollar minimum per seat.
3: So that's nuts.
2: Every person that comes in there, whether it's a, a six year old or a grown ass adult is on the hook for $100 for every single seat if you're sitting in there during the Super Bowl. I don't know if they have to pay a bunch of money to broadcast the Super Bowl inside the establishment, and that's why they're on the hook for this. Uh, I also know, like, imagine you're not a drinker. It's kind of hard to get up to a $100 tab. Well,
3: I don't know how they can offer something like that and... They are surrounded by hundreds of places that are like, come watch it for free with us.
2: Yeah, yeah. there's a lot of places. Well, at least traditionally, I don't know unless everybody's changing on this. And MFQ on YouTube says, so $100 for a table reservation. No, 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 no. $100 minimum spend per seat for every single seat. So if you're sitting at a table with eight people in your group, you must spend $800 while you are watching the Super Bowl. And if you don't get up to that amount, I guess they just kind of pile it on there and say this was the minimum spend. For, I wonder how, for how uh, pushy they are on that. I don't know. I mean, I would. If they got the sign up out there. They're trying to get people ready for this to say, hey, this is what's happening. And the sign that I saw from last year, um, let me see. I'll see if I can get this back up. Okay, this was from last year's event, and it's from one of the Parks News websites. This is the, that was the seventh annual Super Bowl experience that they did. Last year, they had two tiers. This year, I think they, they may just have the one. And it said $100 per chair for a table with multiple viewing opportunities. A food and beverage minimum spend will be required dependent on the selection of the table. Uh, all payments will be limited to one check. All food and beverage items are subject to a 20% service charge, blah, blah, blah. Um and it doesn't even say doesn't even say that you get anything with this. I think it's just to be in the bar or restaurant while the game is playing. Love. So that's a lot, you know, that's a lot of cash. See, the Celine was talking about going to a fancy steakhouse and it costs a lot of money, but this is just—they're calling it Super Bowl experience too. Yeah, but what what's the experience? The experience is you just—I'm saying it's opposed to, to big game. Oh, you're
3: right. They did say in that well, in, and in the, that's why it's that much money.
2: May uh, no because outside it said big game on the sign. Yeah. Gotcha. I don't I don't think they would switch those back and forth. It said big game, uh be here for it and then it said $100 minimum for every seat in the house or per seat it said. And I wonder are there more places that are doing this or Could traditionally I, as as I recall I don't think I've ever paid money to go to a bar and watch the Super Bowl, right? No. I they, unless, unless there's been something extra where it's like you pay fifty bucks to go to this bar and they've got a huge buffet of foods for you to eat from, or maybe you can get like you know unlimited draft beers, whatever they would do as some sort of
4: gimmick for the night. I've gone but, to bars and not paid to get in that have a bunch of food that's offered, and it's really just like the unwritten rule is that you you better be drinking, mm-hmm, right? And, and you, I think you would almost have to be drinking. To get
2: it up to that price, this restaurant, for those of you who don't know, average meals, probably teens to 20s, you know, 15 bucks to 25 bucks for the average meal at this place. It's a sports bar and grill. And if you have to spend a 100, as I said, if you're not drinking alcoholic beverages, you can't even get there. You're just going to be forced to pay the extra, I would imagine. Uh, We'll see what's going on with that. If you're hearing this at other places. But generally, I've, I've heard this happen with other things, but not with the Super Bowl itself. What do you think, Send us a dispatch, would you pay that much money? Uh, like, or would you sit on
4: your couch and watch it on your
2: big-ass TV yeah. in your comfy house, please? I mean,
4: I do have a big-ass TV. Uh, the, the $100 per chair says for a table with multiple viewing opportunities. Mm-hmm. Or 85 per chair with a table with viewing of the game. What, what's multiple viewing opportunities? Are, are you, uh, are <laughs> yeah, you, are you sort TVs of... Yeah,
3: TVs you could turn around to. It's on it the is. same yeah. shot, is it not?
4: Are you implying that there will be different things shown that you won't have every single TV on the Super Bowl? Yeah, I think what they're saying there is if you're at a seat where
2: you can see clearly on multiple screens, it's more. If there's only, like, one screen where you can see the game, it's a little less. But I don't even think they have that this year because the sign did not say anything about $85. It's at $100 a seat. That's, that's quite a bit. Uh, all right. We want to hear from you on that. Go to the newsjunkie.com and send us a dispatch as the run up to the Super Bowl is on. Uh, it's going to be a big, big, big party and there's going to be way more advertisements than you've ever seen in your entire life, including, and I thought this was going to happen, but I didn't know it was going to be so prominent in CBS's coverage. The sphere in Las Vegas. Mm. They made all sorts of, like, special stuff for the Sphere, and they're going to be showing this live during the Super Bowl. And they showed a demo of some of it. For those of you watching, I'll explain it for everybody else uh, and put it up on See It Now. And it's crazy looking. Uh, Take a look at this, Lane. You see Super Bowl, whatever, Las Vegas. and got all the stuff spinning around on it. They got all the Super Bowl graphics. It's pretty in-depth thing. And I don't know if they can have, like, Live game coverage or anything, but they have. They, I think they said they're going to have stats updates and all sorts of stuff that they're going to feature on this big giant uh, orb out there in Las Vegas that so many people have been talking about. I I'll mean, pop if, that if up on NBC C&A.
4: has uh, not NBC because it's, it's not on NBC, if CBS or the NFL—that's where I, what I was trying to get to—it has taken over the ball. To do so, then they can put whatever they want on there. I don't know that they're going to put the game on there, but yeah, if they if it's just a fun place to put, you know, your your like uh, your your yards and all kinds of passing stuff, you know, the stuff that you would usually put for fantasy football. Well, you know what they do? They
2: go, all right, um, we got a second here, we got a, a moment to breathe in the broadcast. Let's do the flying overhead shot of mm. the city and like the downtown area. And if they do that and then they get the Sphere in Vegas with some cool graphics on it, that's what they're going for. And they're going to love that as an option to, to go to. Because we know, as we said last week, it's a big, big production. Uh Okay, let's go to a couple of dispatch. Oh, you know what? We're going to take a quick break. We're going Bye. to take a quick break. Then we'll come back for those dispatches to see what's on your mind as we kick off a week. And we'll talk about how much uh, everything is getting uh, cost-wise for the Super Bowl, Um, and there was an altercation at a comedy event over the weekend as well. All of this going down, and a lot more that we're going to get to. It's all coming up next on the News Junkie. Coming Dispatches from the thenewsjunkie.com. That's how you join us on this show. the show with a Dispatch. Do it now. Go over to thenewsjunkie.com. Record yours. We'll be real nice to you uh, unless it bombs. And then we'll be maybe a little bit mean to make fun. But that's not going to happen because I believe in you. Uh, this weekend, Courtney goes, you want to go see this movie Argyle? And I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh. I remember seeing the trailer for that. I, liked and- it. I
3: like the idea of it, at least. I have not yeah. seen it yet.
2: I thought the trailer looked good, right? It's got um, Bryce, whatever, Howard, C- Clint Howard, Bryce Dallas Howard, Clint, uh, Howard's daughter in it, and the it's where the she movie, was, uh, where she was made. The movie had a lot of big cameos, like tons of big celebrities were in this. Um, you had uh, Brian, what's his name from Breaking Bad? Um, Cranston. Cranston. Yeah, just like all kinds of very famous people. John Cena was in it. Lots of big, big, big celebrity cameos. So I said, yeah, let's go see that, and she goes, whoa, that's more expensive than I thought when she booked the two tickets through the app, and I go, how expensive was it? And she said, $42.54. For
3: two tickets? <laughs> and I said, for two what? tickets?
2: To the movie, 42 dollars That's 54? outrageous. And that seems like a lot of money to go see a movie, and I was like, wow, I didn't know it had gotten that much more expensive. I did. I just
3: went to the movies like two weeks ago. Was it not that much?
2: yeah we go all the time and it I hadn't registered it as ever being that expensive but when we got there it was in like a special theater at the Regal like it was the seats had subwoofers in them and you had more room than you generally do and like it was it was pretty damn nice honestly I didn't mind paying the extra premium for it afterwards but I did think about it and I said, okay so she got a thing of popcorn uh I got uh I'm not gonna tell you what I got because I sound like a little kid. If you hear my my movie chicken snack.
3: thingies.
4: No, I wish I would have got chicken thingies. No, you got uh, tendies and some M Ms. I, I got a
3: Starburst.
2: I got a Starburst ice cream bar. Oh my <laughs> god, <Jesus>. Sean! <laughs> Starburst
3: ice cream bar. It was so good. Do you no. know made that.
2: Yeah, it was only like 70 calories. I, so I thought it was a win, so I took that. Um, so we go in there and yeah, between... 70 calories per serving, but 16, <laughs> 16 servings <laughs> between the tickets. And the concession stuff, it was about 85 or $90 for the movie experience. Um, and I was like, okay, that's not, let's, let's see what this is like. Inside the Theater was totally worth it and nuts, and I'm all about that. But if you haven't seen this movie, and by the way, it flopped this weekend, even though oh, it was I number thought it one. Won the, yeah. It was number one with like 16000000 million-ish right around there, but it cost Apple $200 million to make this movie. Once again, they're so spending why like
3: not release it right on their platform.
2: I don't know. They could have done it that way and they will, I'm sure, put it exclusively on Apple Plus after the movie theater run. And maybe somehow, some way in the very long term, they can make that money back. But if you open at 16, $18 million, you're never making back a $200 million budget plus marketing. You're just not, you're not going to do it. Good luck to you. Uh, so Argyle, if you don't know, is about this woman, and I'm not spoiling anything here, uh, who is a book writer and she writes like 007 style books about um, spies and this one character that's a spy in particular and the real spies start to go after her because what she's writing in her spy books is like prophetic, like it's turning out to be true so the good guys and the bad guys want to get her so she can tell them what's going to happen next that's the basic plot of this now I had heard going in, they said, "Man, that twist!" Woof. A- and I'm a fan of the twist. I don't know about you guys. You like a movie with a good, like M. Night Shyamalan kind of twist in it? Uh, yeah.
3: <sighs> I am, oh, I love a good twist, but not one that's going to be like what happened, and then mm. I think about it, no resolution to it. But you know, I like the rug pulled from under me, right? So long as I'm you know and the movie in a certain way.
4: I like as long as it's a good twist. Right. Yes. Yeah. I appreciate the twist. And I, 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 I like when uh, I don't know that there's going to be a twist. But when somebody says, I'm not going to tell you the twist, you have already spoiled the fact that there is a twist. Now mm-hmm. I watch the movie in a different way. Now I'm not the, you know, the things that are uh, presented to me. I go, are you real? Is this is this is this what the twist is? Is <laughs> this, this real life? And then if Ashley knows there's a twist, well then we're we're, we're both screwed because she uh she'll guess it and she's right like eighty percent of the time, and it pisses me off. And so it's like I I like the twist, but I'd rather not know it's there. Let me tell you something I can say
2: with full confidence: Ashley
4: nor anybody else
2: will guess the twist in this movie. Okay, <laughs> this is just and, uh, you, that's a challenge. <laughs> if you started this movie. And guess the twist. I would go, uh, wow. Uh, I I don't even know how that would be possible. It would be very, very, very impressive to guess the twist in this movie. And so we're watching it, and there was one point where I'm sitting back and I go over to Courtney and I go, "This movie is really good." And in my head, I was picturing it staying on the same sort of like path that I saw it on. And in my head, I was already like, I could see them doing two, three, four more of these, and like exploring more of this universe. Wow, I could see this really being cool. And then. The twist. Oh. And the twist hits, and Courtney and I both look at each other like, what
3: the hell? Can't yeah, I can't see anymore. I want another Starburst. And we're,
2: and my Starburst is long. My Starburst didn't even make it past the, the trailers. I ate that son of a bitch about five seconds.
3: Is that what uh, bite, or are you kind of like a Popsicle? No,
2: I don't look anything like a Popsicle. I'm a grown-ass man. Really? I chomp away at those things. Mm-hmm. Uh, though I did hear the a guy Starburst is- in the ice cream? It's it's like a sorbet pop, and it was Starburst, and it was delicious. Starburst flavored, or there's Starburst in it? You're getting sidetracked. It was
4: Starburst flavored. Starburst, because if there's Starburst in it, it sounds like a bad time. Nobody wants an ice-cold Starburst.
2: No, it wasn't that. So I I gobbled it down, right? So then we get twist, and we look at each other, and we're like, what the hell? And we go, okay, maybe Which Starburst was it flavored as? (laughs) I hate you right now. (laughs) It was orange, okay? It was an orange, whatever orange is. That's what it was. Does
3: that mean you have, like, an orange tongue? No,
2: I didn't even an orange chunk, it was dark,
3: nobody could see any of this.
2: Alright. So, so as we're sitting you finish there, your starburst. all of a sudden, another twist. Oh. Double twist. Okay. Double twist. And then we look at each other and we're like, "Huh?" And another twist. <laughs> okay. And another right. twist. I
3: want to see the movie.
2: And another twist. And another twist. And and I kid you not. Too many twists for you? There, there's about 14 twists in this movie. <laughs> and it's this movie reminds me of the meme with the spider mans that are pointing at each other. Like that's <laughs> that's this movie personified. And at the end we're both like, "What what just happened?" What did we just watch? And some lady w- who did not like it was next to us and she was storming out, stomping her feet. And she was so angry about this movie that she had just watched, Argyle, right? She's like, "Oh no. Yeah. Okay, no!" Well,
3: it's a hit or miss when you go and buy tickets for a movie.
2: She's stomping and she's going away. And then all of a sudden, one of those end credit scenes started playing, and she came all the way back down the hall. Well, I guess and- I've got to see this, huh? <laughs> and stuck her head around. <laughs> and she's like, ah, oh, all right, I'll see what's going on here. And uh, I didn't really get that, the end credit scene, and I won't spoil it anyways, but it was it was a thing, man. It was what. There's so many twists on twists on twists on twists that it makes Argyle an interesting movie, and definitely will give you like the movie that I told you about last week, which was just the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. But gave Courtney and I a bunch to talk about. It gives you a bunch to talk about with the person you watched it with, which I like. I enjoy that. I think that's what one of the goals that a movie should have. But it's it's a little cheesy or a lot cheesy. So expect that. And then I've never in my life seen anybody do it like this with just twist, twist, twist. so yeah. many twists. We got a clip for the writer right here. On, again. Again
1: uh,
2: and again. Wow. Guess what? I see what this you song, That song is featured in the movie. Are yeah. you serious? <laughs> <laughs> that's
3: the whole thing cool.
2: they use that in are the you movies? serious uh, uh christina says uh about the end credit scene yeah yeah i, I know what they were doing with that but i didn't want to throw that out there I, I understood what the the tie-in was because of the director um but i don't want to spoil in a, any of that stuff uh it was really it was something if you like movies with twists if you're like m night Shyamalan fan style if you're that person this one might do it for you. Uh, it had me guessing like a million times. Uh, did not know what was going to happen. I do know what's going to happen on Sunday, friends. It's the biggest of big games. Yeah. The mega game.
0: The Super Bowl.
2: Yeah. yeah. And this year, the Kansas City Chiefs taking on the San Francisco 49ers with Usher doing halftime.
1: Usher. Usher.
2: And if we went back... To 2004, we're gonna get in our time machine together, friends, and we're gonna go back to 2004. Here we go. Get in. I'm in. It's
1: All an right. old helicopter.
2: There we go, and we're back in 2004. How much do you think a a Super Bowl commercial costs? A 30 second Super Bowl commercial 2004.
3: in 2004? Mm-hmm. Um, Two million dollars.
2: Okay, two million dollars. What do you think, Celine? Two point one million dollars. All right, right. You, all right. We got those guesses. Let's get back in the time machine. We're going to
1: 2014.
2: Get it? I'll leave you here. All right. We're in 2014, how much do you think a 30-second Super Bowl ad costs in 2014?
3: Celine, go ahead.
2: Uh, twelve million dollars.
3: Twelve point one million dollars.
2: All right. And we'll go back to the present time. Are you writing
3: this down?
2: Yep, I got it all right here. Got all my files. Oh, no, I
3: dropped my
2: phone. Ah, It's stuck there. Sorry to hear about it. If we go back to 2004, Serena was very close. So was C Lane on that one. In 2004, a Super Bowl spot of 30 seconds was $2.3 million. In 10 years, in 2014, the 30 second spot jumped up to $4 million. And now. In 2024, a 30-second spot is $7 million. Oh,
3: that, um, so everything uh, doubles at this point. I mean, basically, I guess a little bit less for yeah, 10 years later.
2: Right. It's it's at $7 million. It's not quite a doubling, but, yeah, very much close to a doubling in that span of time. And when I look at that, I go, can you ever make a Super Bowl ad worth $7 million to your oh, company? Yeah. Absolutely. I I mean, I I would say that when they did it the first time they had Super Bowl ads, GoDaddy probably made that worth their while. Yes,
3: because GoDaddy was... Nobody knew what it was. No. Like, when we saw it, and then didn't they make... At least the first couple rounds of ads, like it was like porn or something.
2: It was like very risque, you know, sexy ladies selling web domains.
3: You have your Bud Lights, which are like they're making their comeback because they did some sort of boycott or did not. They decided not to have a Super Bowl commercial last Mm -hmm. year. But like you watch a Super Bowl Bud Light ad and it's not you're getting this light bulb saying, oh, I will try a Bud Light for the first time. Yeah. It's kind of just you're excited to see what funny thing they're going to come up with. You know
2: what? I wonder if we're all in the same boat on this. All right, let's talk about this for a second, because Cordy and I had this discussion this weekend. I said, I don't know if it's because of my job, our job, if I feel like I'm not as susceptible to advertising. Do you guys feel that same way or no?
3: I think for the most part, then every once in a while, I get this curveball in which there I am crying at a commercial that I didn't.
2: Expect no, no, no. To. Don't mean pulling emotions out of you. Don't mean okay. that. I mean you watch the commercial and you're like, "Damn, I'm going to go get one of those burgers," or "I'm going to go do uh, whatever was on the commercial." It gets you to to purchase to do whatever the goal is of the commercial.
3: I can't say it's been a long time since I've done that. Yeah, for me
2: that
4: doesn't work. Celine, does that work on you? Mm, I mean, if it was something like, if it was something that. Is in my wheelhouse that's new, i would be like, Oh, I'm gonna wanna check that out. But it's usually not.
2: Because for some people they'll watch a pizza hut commercial, they'll be like, damn, let's get on the horn with Pizza Hut and they'll order a pizza right away. It just doesn't work that way on me.
4: It doesn't work like that as far as like, okay, now I really want some Pizza Hut just because I haven't had Pizza Hut in a while. But if it's like Hey, Pizza Hut has a new crust where they, uh, you know, they stuff, uh, cheese and a bunch of garlic and then they, they do all this. If there's like something specific that we're like, oh, that sounds pretty good right now. Let's do that. Yeah. And then they melt down the phones
2: nationwide. That, see, that's what generally you would think they would do. But a lot of the $7 million 30 second Super Bowl ads are more brand building. Yeah. Like, like Sabrina mentioned the Budweiser, the Clydesdales, all that Wild stuff. Man. Those aren't even trying to sell you beer, really. It's just like, here's an ad, and if you like it, hopefully you think we're cool because we're the ones who bought this. Uh, Here's a beautiful ad about Americana. Clydesdales are galloping, and some guy's real hot after a long day's work, and he's sipping on a Bud Light. Here's public
3: to make you cry about something that's going to happen or maybe not happen in your life.
2: Father daughter dance at the wedding, and you know Publix. Ad- somehow they've tied this in. Google did things. a really
4: good one where they told an entire like life story or something mm. by just the searches you would make. Like, yeah, it, like it started with like, hey, uh looking for a dating site, and then it was like, ooh, looking for cool first date spots, and then oh, let's uh, where where do I buy a ring? And like up, up until it was like. How to get oh, a baby stroller. Yeah, but baby stroller was in there, and then it uh I mean then it was like, you know, funeral home.
1: Oh, no. right. oh man. Uh
2: real quick before we go to break, somebody sent an email for you, C Lane. A person's also named Christopher All right. to tips at the newsjunkie.com. Hello, Christopher. And it said it says something cute for C Lane and Jackson. Uh Christopher says, I've heard a parent setting up an email address with their child's name and writing them letters, uploading pics, (laughs) telling stories and such. How to be a dad. (laughs) And when they turn 18 or whatever, you give them the info and you let them go through the email account. It sounds like a modern photo book with real-time narration versus just how you remember it. Anyway, ah, says Christopher. Uh, Any interest in trying that for Jackson?
4: I I don't know if I would do it as like an email account, but I mean, there's probably some stuff we should save away. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean, you, you want to have that stuff and
2: remember those moments, obviously. Uh, I'm sure you're getting plenty of photos and stuff. Uh, when we return, we've got more to get to. We want to talk more about what happened at the Grammys. That'll be uh, coming up, and obviously we'll have a more in-depth thing on the next episode. There was an incident at a comedy show we got to talk about. It's all coming up next on The News Junkie. It's coming up in just a little over a month, March 16th at Plaza Live. And tickets for VIP go on sale very, very soon. So make sure you're paying close, close attention this week. This is going to be a really fun event that you do not want to miss out on. And we'll have more details either today on the show or tomorrow to get you all set for just okay. But right now, let's do what we love to do on a Monday, and let's welcome Amy Caulfield from Fox
4: 35.
5: Hey, you guys.
4: Hey. Happy hey. Monday. There
2: Great to is. see you. Love hey, how are you?
5: Amy Caulfield with it's- us now. What is this, velvet? (laughs) (laughs) It looks nice. I like it. It's so soft and comfortable. And I'm like, I just bought it on clearance. And I was like, oh, I got to hurry up and wear this before it starts getting hot around here. Oh, that's great. Love it.
2: Tell us this, Amy (laughs) Caulfield. All right. Who is going to win the Super Bowl? Who is going to be the victor of this Sunday's Super Bowl?
5: Okay. So I personally, I really like Brock Purdy and I really like McCaffrey. Mm -hmm. Excuse me. I'm choking on my breakfast. No worries. (laughs) (laughs) Those are my two favorites. So, yeah, so the so for the 49ers, I'm going with McCaffrey and Purdy.
2: All right. San okay. go all the way. All right. She believes the 49ers are going to win it. And you know what? She knows three times as much about sports. No, probably four <laughs> times as much about sports okay. as, than I do.
5: So, you guys, this is so sweet. So, Casey, who set me up. Heard me choking, and he brought me water. Oh, All right. Right.
2: here we go. Yeah. We, don't you know have know they, like, we don't have people Thanks like case, that here. Love you. Yeah, you know what they do at iHeart <laughs> when you start choking during a segment? They come over what? and laugh at you. They point at you.
3: Yeah. Eh. Sean will be like, "Hey, this is professional. Can you just like control yourself for a second here?" Sorry. <laughs> Jack Bradshaw will come over
2: and he just points and laughs as, as you're choking. Away. I love Jack. Yeah. That's
5: just the kind of guy he is.
2: Yeah, he's he's a, he's a nice man. But, I, heard,
4: uh, I heard you enjoyed some <laughs> of the Pro Bowl yesterday
5: okay so yes so it was awesome so uh so we actually had really good seats we were right in the middle Ooh. on the afc side so we were right behind peyton manning and all the the players for the afc we had great seats it was just it was very cool just to see everybody relaxed having fun the citrus bowl did an incredible job of florida citrus sports is the ones that helped put all this on and they're the mm-hmm. ones who like basically made sure that everything was set up and ready to go. Uh, the NFL had all these like really cool, like, uh, like halftime things that they could do, like obstacle courses. They were like running through these big giant oh, styrofoam fun. things. And like, you guys it was, just cool. it was to awesome. the big
3: storm that we kept getting warnings about. Right.
5: Yeah. Yeah, so as we were getting there, it was, like, cloudy and, like, a little sprinkly, and then the skies opened up, and it was beautiful, sunny, and then, of course, we had all that nasty weather I mean, last night, but it was have, really fun.
4: You of all people should have uh, known that it was a Fox Weather Impact Day, which, is, <laughs> True. which, which has been, we, we say that to each other now, we're like, guys, it's a Weather Impact Day, so that, yeah. branding, that branding is sticking, Amy.
5: I love it. Like sticking like the hail on the ground last night. Did you guys see those pictures? It was crazy. You know, I saw
2: a little bit of that. It was, uh, it got a little windy and stormy at my place, but not for so long. And then some other people I saw posting online, and I guess they got hit particularly bad. bad. Uh, With with hail and with, like, really strong winds that people were Mm -hmm. seeing yesterday. The
3: way that uh, Good Day Orlando uh, Brooks Gardner, he's, like, the now main weatherman. Was it this morning? Yesterday morning? He goes, what the (laughs) hail?
5: And yeah. I got Oh, he's right up my alley, that Brooksy. <laughs> <laughs> we still have to get your uh, your sunset picture on, Sabrina. We're working oh, on that.
3: Okay, I didn't tell the guys about it. John, did you see it on X on Twitter? No. Twitter X. No. What? No. What'd you so do? they have Snap the Sun, and uh-huh. so you you send it over. You tag them, and then they'll they'll play it on the news for you. And so uh-huh. I got a beautiful sunset picture, and then I I just try to sneak my face into it. Okay. So I put I put my face like just the uh, just my face itself on the stop sign and it was very small and I sent it over and Brooks caught it immediately. Uh, I'm like yeah. So didn't but make. But I news. did
5: not. Oh, you did not. You're like thanks so I much for contributing. It, and I was like, oh, this is gorgeous, Sabrina. Love you. Thanks. <laughs> and then afterwards, I was like, wait a second. <laughs> it was like that What's one wrong time with
3: that stop sign. I tried to do like the baby of the day weather baby and it was just like me <laughs> superimposed to a that baby. Was hilarious. <laughs> and it almost made almost made the news. Well, it was a big weekend in town with,
2: with the Pro Bowl and all these other things going on and a lot happening. And then, oh, here we go again. We got to wake up and and get back to it on a Monday as we march toward another big weekend. You know, a lot of stuff going on next weekend as well. So, what's grabbing your attention today, Amy Caulfield? Well,
5: I just want to give a shout out to the city of Orlando because I think that when you have three major events going on in your city and you were able to pull them all off flawlessly, um, I think just huge kudos go out to all of the people who go into planning things like MegaCon and the U.S. Olympic marathon trials which mm-hmm. was incredible jo- drew huge crowds in downtown orlando on saturday morning and then on to top it off on sunday with the pro bowl and to have everything go smoothly i just think that you know everybody deserves a shout out who worked to make all those things happen because i mean it was a, did you sean did you walk over and watch any of the the marathon training
2: no i didn't i didn't know exactly where anything was happening would, i was interested you wouldn't
5: have been able to
3: uh,
2: no. you would
5: have had to
3: walk everything around us was blocked yeah. off was uh, shut down yeah,
2: yeah. I thought it was cool and I was interested in it. I just didn't know necessarily where I was supposed to go. And I knew that there was just a lot of, a lot of traffic. Yeah, it was crazy.
5: It was crazy. But I think the thing that, and I was just looking at, I didn't go either, but I was looking at video that people posted online. I think the thing that shocked me the most, and I guess I've never watched, I've never watched a full marathon before. Mm -hmm. They are sprinting the whole time. Yeah, Yeah,
4: that is, um, uh, otherworldly for, for people like it's us. It's
5: insane. Yeah,
2: not only are they doing
4: that, the, some of the best at it in the world. Was this a, uh, an Olympic qualifier? Like, the people that won this, yeah. are they going to the Olympics? So
5: the the top three women uh, who competed on Saturday are going, going to be on the Olympic team, and then the top two men. I'm not sure why the numbers are different, but yeah, so three women, two men.
4: Because my friend uh, was complaining a bit. Now, the, he comes from uh, the, the situation of ha- living in a place where they told him he couldn't leave his apartment complex uh, with a oh. with a vehicle unless he parked somewhere else before oh. Saturday. Like they were they were blocked off, and he was he was complaining to me. He's like, if these people if they already know who's go- making it to the Olympics by one o'clock, why the hell are people even running this thing as late as four and five o'clock <laughs> in the afternoon? What are they still doing there? Yeah, I mean, it's it's
2: a feat of strength to be able to pull this off, and I've seen a couple of marathons like this. And when I say seen them, it was when I was in Chicago and I could just look down and the street <laughs> next to my building—they were running. And you're right, those guys. Like, it's not like the the Disney Marathon you went on one time where you walked five miles and then you right. galloped a couple more. And no, it's it's a whole thing and very very yeah, impressive crazy. feat for those. Did folks.
5: any of you guys go to MegaCon?
2: No no, I mean,
5: no, wish. no. no? Yeah. No. Great spot, though.
2: Love it. Yeah, we've been before. We broadcast from MegaCon one time, which was weird. Uh, and uh, What was weird I, about it? It was weird because we were broadcasting from where the line was to go yeah, okay. inside
3: the event. And a table like yeah. that, we come off as if we have things... To give to people yeah, people keep coming up and, and you didn't have
5: any magnets
3: no not at this time uh, this was a long time ago And then we don't have like Pre-magnet. speakers like that are you know playing anything so it just looks like us and our headphones in which we have some sort of product or like even an opportunity to talk to people that are coming up to us but we're like oh, we're on air actually no am yeah. sorry we're on air right now and then i was yeah. also dressed up as han solo but no one knew that Uh-oh. all the people would come up to us and they'd be like what, what are you guys doing
2: what, what are you doing over here? We're talking on the radio. We're in the middle of a thing. Oh, I like to talk on the radio.
1: Okay.
2: It, it was like they used to put us at this event at the science center, Amy, and everything at this event at the science center was really hands on for little kids. And it was Except like all these, us. all these cool experiences. And then we weren't hands on obviously
3: But it so, came off like as if do you want to see what it's like to be on the radio yeah and the little kids would turn the corner
2: and they'd see us doing a radio show and they'd be like okay cool where's the line start for the radio thing you know <laughs> well, these losers are going to wrap it up soon and then we you could-
5: should have just sat them down and interviewed them you <laughs> could, could be like one, I you I could believe... say the darndest things yeah, you know right. <laughs> we didn't uh, have right. a dumb button for that at that point
2: <laughs> yeah we may take some hits for that uh, <laughs> i can see that getting go oh, in trouble gosh. what else well, is, the other uh, is uh, it's on exterior. your
5: You'll see it when you pop up our website today is Florida. And this is not a shocker. Florida ranked highest in the nation for shark bites. We're actually usually ranked highest in the world. Um, and we. the headlines says, see what county had the most bites. I'm pretty sure you guys can guess.
2: Oh, is it?
5: You want to guess? Ms. Myrna. Uh, yeah, Volusia. All right. Volusia it's always Volusia County. Yeah. So, uh but yeah, but some of the uh, bites, I mean, the one, I think the worst one that we had last year, you guys remember the guy that was, like, bitten in the face? Mm-hmm. Remember that? Yeah. Ugh. So, yeah like, so, as far um, so as yeah. the most shark bites, but we don't
3: have, like, y- uh, people losing their arms. It's just... Correct. For the it's most usually, part,
5: like... Bite right. and then they let go, bite and let go, right? I mean, we don't usually, we don't have great white attacks. It's usually spinner sharks or black tips or, you know, like the smaller ones. But, uh, Volusia County had eight shark bites last year. One of them was the guy that got bit in the face. Brevard had two, St. Lucie, two, Miami Dade. Palm Beach, Escambia, and Pinellas all had one. You don't really hear about people win, getting win. bitten by sharks much on the golf side. Man, but, a a yeah.
2: shark bite to the face is really something
5: awful. <laughs> it also, feel like a but little here, avoidable. Now, I'm going to show you his pictures. Yeah. God bless him. I don't know how I don't know if that you guys even how happen. this happened. The next right, thing I know, oh,
2: the go. shark was just biting my head. That's rough. Uh, Amy's going to show. All right, us
5: there it. we go. See it?
2: Oh yeah. Oh, okay. <gasps> remember that guy? Ah, that's not comfortable there. Cool though.
5: Can you imagine? I mean, yeah, I guess, but gosh. If you had to
2: choose alligator bite or shark bite, one of the two is going to happen to you. Which one do you
3: go
1: for?
4: Shark.
3: Alligator will bite you and then do the twist.
4: Yeah,
5: yeah, I'm with you guys. I think that, yeah, because the alligator, they do that, what do they call that, the death roll? Full body,
4: yeah, death roll. That's yeah. not good. That's very Yeah, I don't very want tough. the death roll. No, thank you. Well,
0: alright.
5: Remember what do you guys remember Wakaiva kind of Island? There was a, a teacher that was swimming, gosh, this was years ago. Really? Uh, but she was swimming um and she had gone a little bit further down and was kind of off the side in an area that you probably maybe wouldn't want to swim in. And that's exactly what it did. The gator grabbed her arm and did the death roll and just took it right off. Oof.
1: Wow.
4: Oof. Oh, that is death terrible. Roll. You said that way too yeah. cobbling. <laughs> Just took it right <laughs>
2: off.
3: He's a professional. Popped it right off
2: there. All right. The was always, terrible. Uh, <laughs> always amazing. Very, very talented. Amy Caulfield of Fox 30.
3: Love you, Amy. There she is. Love y'all.
2: And let's, we've got her down for the San Francisco 49ers. She knows much more than we do. So Not
1: I'm, really. I, that's what I'm going with. I'm going with you. I'm
2: going 49ers all the way. And we'll see if they end up winning this Super Bowl. And we'll see you next week. Uh, Oh, no, we won't, actually. We're Uh out next week. Are you guys off for the holidays? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We will see you after. I like that you're calling
4: it a holiday.
5: Wait a second. So wait, President's Day holiday or no? No, we we have a little bit of a floater.
3: So we decided to. Oh, a floating holiday. But you will see me on Twitter as I try once again to sneak my way onto Good Day Orlando.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it could happen. You I'm
3: going to tell Brooks to
5: make it happen. Thank you.
2: A quick break when we come back. Oh, and by the way, make sure you're following along and uh, follow for all this stuff that she's involved in over at Fox 35. Uh, And Amy Caulfield is what you can search for on all social media platforms. I follow her. She's my favorite follow, especially over on Instagram. Um, And watch the show each and every day if you're here in town. Uh, Good day, Orlando and Fox 35. Thank you, Amy. We'll see you next time.
5: Love you guys. There she goes.
2: Amy Caulfield. She's the best. All right. When we come back, we're going to get into uh, the comedy show incident that I talked about, something that happened this weekend at a comedy show. What was it? That's coming up next on the News Junkie. Well, I guess this was the weekend to get arrested and kicked out of events. Because that happened in multiple locations this weekend, including Matt Reif, the comedian, the TikTok comedian who just exploded to fame and popularity and all that, sold out shows, and, and then a little rip from under him, then boom, right back down to earth as he got a, a heat for a bunch of things, including a lot of people that are just like, "Hey, this dude's not all that funny. He's just not really fantastic." And some folks got mad. I think about in his stand-up special, Matt Reif had some uh, like domestic violence jokes, um, which at the at the time I said people should have been offended by just how bad they were. It was it was truly the the I mean, thing I where I
3: think GPT could have come up with better stuff.
2: Absolutely, no doubt about it. Like it was literally, what do you tell a woman with two black eyes? Oh, uh, she's already been told twice. Like, that's the the joke basically that he told. And he goes, wow, how, how clever. Give this man millions of dollars. And, uh, and also at the time I said, I watched this stand up special. I didn't think it was super funny, but I don't think I'm the target audience. I, I think at the end of the day, it's a different demographic that he's going after. And I'm and not me. I'm not in it. So he's doing a show this weekend and he, I'm sure it's sold out. You know, New York City is doing his thing. And in the middle of it, something happened. We don't know exactly what happened right now, but adult film star Lisa Ann was dragged out of the Matt Reif comedy show in handcuffs. Like cops had cuffed her and were pulling her out of there. And there's video of her being dragged through this place. Is she a notable adult film star?
3: Uh you, yeah. You
2: both yeah, you both actually know her because no, I, I'm
3: familiar he, with her. I mean, she's one of like the the old school '90s names, is she not? Yeah, uh,
2: she she isn't as much as she was in the Nail and Palin movie. Oh, oh. <laughs> I know one of her co-stars too. <laughs> so Nail and Palin was Lisa Ann as Sarah Palin. She was uh, impersonating her in that uh, porn, that? and something went down at this show. She gets hold off. She said that she went to jail, but I guess she didn't really. They released her like you know, 30 minutes later or something, and they don't know exactly what happened inside. It says, uh, I did nothing wrong. I didn't touch my phone. I wanted to see Matt Reif because he's a friend of mine, and I go to jail, she said? This is not a bit. Real life, I was arrested tonight at the Matt Reif show at Radio City Music Hall. Hashtag WTF. And another WTF had by many who saw rapper Killer Mike after he got three Grammy Awards. Uh, He was arrested who gets arrested after getting three grammy awards
3: i think it was completely a real rapper
2: an actual rapper (laughs) Did
3: they need to do that did they need to make it a whole scene um i don't know i they said that there was a fight
2: that he got into a fight at the event
3: oh and and against who and let me guess i i actually know the answer but it just seems to be the formula of somebody notable gets in a fight with security guard only mm-hmm. the other person gets in trouble despite well, i don't know tell me what you know that happened here uh he got an altercation with uh with a security guard like you know leading up to i guess he had walked uh-huh. up and i made more of that comment of like and we've discussed this in the past where it's like security guards have been known not all of them that mm-hmm. they are uh, well this is my job so i can just punch anybody in the face and shove them around. And the fact that they had to make a whole scene with him in cuffs is just so uncalled for.
2: It says he was being detained. It stemmed from an altercation inside the arena around 4 p.m., which I'm guessing that was like as the Grammys were going on, because, you know, it'd be like seven o'clock on the East Coast. Uh, He was booked on a misdemeanor charge. His reps haven't said anything about this. He won for Best Rap Performance, Rap Song, and Rap Album at the Grammys. That's pretty damn impressive, actually. Uh, And he said, at 20 years old, I thought it was cool to be a drug dealer. At 40, I started to live with the regrets and the things I've done. At 45, I started to rap about it. At 48, I stand here as a man full of empathy and sympathy for the things I've done. Now, Killer Mike, has this guy been rapping for a long time, or did he only get famous later on?
3: No, he's been rapping for a very long time. You know,
2: run the jewels, right? Oh, he's in uh, Run the Jewels. I, Cause I know the Jules. other one. Uh, uh, did I say Jews? Yep, sure did. <laughs> run the Jewels. I I know the other Mike. What's the other Mike? Um, Magic Mike. Oh. No, 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 no. There's a Killer Mike and there's another Mike that's b- big, um, but I can't remember his name right now. Mike D. I'll run into it. No, it's not Mike D. From the that's the Beastie Boys, right? Mm-hmm. No, it's not that guy. Uh, but Killer, it's Killer Mike,
3: Mike and it's it's E P. Like I I P. It's a tiny white guy, and then Killer Mike is. Giant black guy.
2: That in run the jewels? Correct. Okay. And then so, Killer and-
3: Mike has made a lot of news when it came to uh, gun rights. And he's very outspoken politically. And they, um, I think they tried to set him up for the okie doke because they found out he gave his daughter a gun despite him being very um, for gun reform in the country. Like, okay. We, we've discussed this in the past. Regardless, it's like this uh, was not necessarily about his advocacy for guns or gun reform it was him after receiving three grammy awards they gave him a perp walk
2: yeah but i don't care if he got three grammy awards or not if he did something then they should have arrested him I mean, they should Will have Smith arrested slapped
3: him slapped a guy and they didn't have him in cuffs walking around for all the paparazzi to see
2: right i know they should have they should have arrested him on site and hauled his ass out of there uh, when they ended up not doing that, I think that was one of the weirdest things to ever happen. We just sat there for the rest. Of, was was that the, that wasn't the Grammys? Was it, it was the, Oscars. <laughs> the Oscars? That was the Oscars, right? We're just in like award season right now because we just had a couple of different award shows, and now all of a sudden this one. I think Killer Mike is the guy that I know. I've I've interviewed him. If this is the same guy I'm thinking of, way back in the day, maybe I'm getting confused with Prison Mike, which although very hardcore, Prison Mike is a totally different guy altogether. Um, but good for him, man. Three uh, awards. in so uh, Mike Jones? Uh,
4: Jones. Somebody said Mike Jones. No,
2: no, I think mm-hmm. it was just Killer Mike, and I, I didn't re- recognize the name. Uh, I talked to him a long, 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 long time ago for a show I was doing. What you uh, guys talk
4: if, about? Uh, we talked about the the rap game. You know, hip hop. Oh, what did you What did you have to offer Killer Mike about the rap game?
2: At the time, I was probably a little more plugged in because this was maybe. Twenty years ago,
4: uh, eighteen years ago, <laughs> at the time he was known as aggravated assaulter Mike, and Sean's like, no, 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 man, you need to step it up.
2: We
3: got something for you,
4: killer.
2: So
3: they they only hit him
2: with a misdemeanor, so that does say something. Like, was this really worth all that? If it was just a misdemeanor charge that led to it, I don't know. We'll have to wait till we learn exactly what this uh, altercation was all about. Uh, and they announced uh, to the dismay of some. That the next SNL host will be Shane Gillis, the comedian who was famously hired and then fired by SNL. You see, everyone
3: gets a second chance.
2: Back in 2019. (laughs) I think it may have been, believe it or not, the best thing for his career that he didn't make it on SNL. uh, Because that got a lot of press afterwards. And he might have got lost in the shuffle on that show but afterwards, his podcasts and then his uh, appearances and stand-up started to slowly build and, build and build and build and build and build. And he's turned himself into a pretty damn big name out there in the comedy world, so much so that it's like, let's bring him back around. Uh, if you're not familiar with him, he's got a couple of big stand-ups out there. One is on Netflix that's very good. Um It's one of the few stand-ups i've seen recently where i was like out out loud guffawing laughing as, as hard as i could at a couple of the bits that the guy did
3: one that keeps coming up is the sketch of uh uncle daycare that he does mm-hmm. which i it's very not appropriate for for radio <laughs> yeah. but a lot of it is give it a gander because it's a yeah. That one, one of the
2: famous ones is his whole thing about uh, assassinating presidents, which is very funny. Uh, and he's just, he's got a, a bunch of stuff that he does. So I'd really, really be excited to see him on SNL. Why did and they fire him again? They fired him because once they announced they were hiring him, somebody had gone back through episodes of this podcast that he did. And people in 2019 were almost at peak sensitivity. Uh, to those kind of things. And there was like some Asian jokes that didn't go over well. And they announced right afterwards they were firing him. But if you ever listen to him, if you listen to him talk, if you listen to his stand-up, he's not who a lot of people uh, think he is. He's interesting in a way, Shane Gillis is, because he'll talk about things. Like he he has a whole bit about Down syndrome people, but he talks about it from a, a different direction, from a different aim. Whereas he's got a family member who has Down syndrome, I believe. And the jokes are on the Down Syndrome person, which is like the ultimate punching down, cheap shot move. And he goes in another direction, which is very, very creative. I like what he does. I think he's very, very good. And uh, that's interesting that he'll be hosting SNL five years after he was hired and then fired very quickly after that. Uh, BDMXCon said he did a bad Asian accent on his Matt and Shane secret podcast. Oh. Well, that's Not so
3: secret.
2: So, I ain't getting on on SNL anytime soon. Then I think if that's the case. What do you, what do you mean? <laughs> what, what are you talking about?
4: <laughs> oh, um, I don't know if I actually saw this video or I heard somebody um, uh, describing it. Somebody said his video uh, it was where the, his plane is going down, and he starts calling everybody and telling them off oh, like, instead of like calling the people that he wants to say like I love you to. I think I heard about that. That He calls
1: and
2: says the things that he's been pissed off about secretly for a long time. Yeah. (laughs) All right. When we come back, the next episode with Sabrina. What's coming up on the next episode?
3: What's coming up on the next episode? A Grammy's recap, and I promise it's only maybe 40% about Taylor Swift. An update on Darius Rucker's arrest last week, and it's a real hootie. Plus, we bid adieu to Carl Weathers, and apparently... We also have to say goodbye to the original cut of his Super Bowl commercial. All that and so much more coming up on the next episode.
2: And that is coming up next on the News Chunky. episode in just a moment all things happening in the world of entertainment and beyond and hey if you miss any of the show today or any other day for that matter you can get the podcast the links are up on the website go to the news and uh, if you have iHeartRadio, radio which we hope you do you can subscribe right there or any other podcast app that you might have right there on the website at thenewsjunkie.com. right, let's get into it. Let's do the next episode. Because there's a lot on TV and you can't possibly keep up with all of it, even though you should, because what else are you going to talk about? Are you jerking my bobber? Nothing. Weather's (laughs) nice. It's time for the next episode with Sabrina.
4: Hey! Smoke weed every day. Hold
3: Hold up. 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 the next episode brought to you by that mortgage guy don that mortgage and the home loans radio show refinancing buying your first dream home perhaps you're trying to figure out the process of either and you just don't know where to start well i got that covered for you go to that mortgage and work with someone who one has your best interest in mind two he's an expert but three He's going to treat you like an actual human. He's part of the Real Radio family, and he's going to be your future friend. ThatMortgageGuyDon.com Don't miss the book. Compare your quote with ThatMortgageGuyDon.com It was 32 years ago, 1992. This group right here. Step, step, step. Oh, uh, the new right. kids on the block. That is correct. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. And New Kids on the Block, on this day in 1992, they performed on the Ar- Ar- Arsenio Hall show just to deny lip-syncing allegations made by whom, you ask?
2: Mm, by whom?
3: Thank you, Sean. By a disgruntled fan who sued them for mm, uh, $75 million.
2: Wow. All right. That's a lot of money big, right uh, there. a big
4: amount.
3: Yeah, $75 million, uh, bucks. saying that the fan uh, eventually dropped the charges, but... They were very upset, $75 million worth of upset for them, quote-unquote, lip-syncing at their concert. And they wanted the real deal. Mm -hmm. So there you have it. Um, And now we step by step our way into the next topic, the big old Grammys. Yeah! Can't believe both of you watched. I can't believe I did either. I mean, I was going to tune in and out, and there I was just watching all of it. And there were some moments, for sure. Mm-hmm. I gotta say, um, the audio people, not on their, their, their best game. Oh there.
2: no, was there some bad audio moments? There were just
3: moments in which someone was presenting something, and then by the only wide shot I ever saw, the entire stadium was filled. It was mm-hmm. the, the Crypto.com stadium.
2: Oh, wow. I didn't know they usually did it in front of that big of an audience.
3: Me either, because they just showed the floor and the people eating at the tables, maybe a couple lines of chairs, but it was like tier two and three were all filled up by imagined fans.
1: Oh,
4: wow.
3: And then someone would go to present, and it's like they just have the audience mic up, and you can barely hear the person.
4: There was a couple presenters where it sounded like, everybody was talking and you were just like that uh, that sounds
3: like crap and then you have a million people but it seems like the only person that was focused on was miss taylor swift a lot of camera time for her so much so much camera time even to the point where you could see a lot of people over her shoulder but it was like what was she reacting to What's yeah, she gonna do now?
4: I don't know if there, uh, if the NFL, like, designates somebody to be to the Taylor cam on, uh, Sunday for the Super Bowl, but I, I would believe it if you told me that there was somebody for last night's telecast of the Grammys.
3: Just Taylor. The Man. whole time. So early in the night, she won her 13th Grammy Best Pop Vocal. That's her lucky number. So at the time of winning the award, she did announce that she has a new album coming out. The Tortured <laughs> Poets Department <laughs> dropping April 19th. And then she's like, I'm going to go and post the cover right now. And sure enough, she did. Uh, she also became the first person to win Album of the Year four times when she won for Midnight's at uh, the end of the evening, which makes her the record holder for that now. Now, one thing she did not do last night was mention Travis. <laughs> Uh, Tracy Chapman as discussed earlier surprise guest for Luke Combs and then uh, we're going to dive in a little bit more to what happened with Taylor but I want to give everyone else their flowers for last night's uh, performances and awards given and one goes to Miley Cyrus first time she's ever won a Grammy
4: yeah and Was she it? didn't mention Billy Ray what? she uh-huh. she did she uh, she tried to thank everybody she could and then at one point was like all right i think i've uh, thanked everybody i love and there was not yeah. a word for her dad she
3: goes i don't know if i forgot anybody but i did forget my underwear hey y'all it's me miley cyrus. Uh,
2: you know i i am a fan believe it or not of miley cyrus i like her i think she's super talented i and i'm no fashionista I thought her outfit was... I just didn't get it. I do not not understand the what was going was on there. The outfit was fine.
3: Uh, well, because she had two different ones. She changed, and then she had the one that she performed in. And then the performance had some ad-libs moment. where Everyone lost their mind. She's like, um, you know, and I remembered that I won my first Grammy tonight, and we're dancing. But when she started the performance, she was like, Don't act like you don't know the song.
4: Yeah, I was like, is this going to go
2: badly? Oh, Look, we've talked about this before. Don't get into a fight with the audience. (laughs) Don't start a fight with the audience during the show. That's not a good idea.
3: But the hair was a lot. Uh, The hair was a lot, but uh, I guess her new boyfriend also had matching hair, so there was a reason for that. She Mm. won Best Pop Solo Performance. Uh, She now has two Grammys, and then during that second uh, acceptance speech, she revealed that she was going commando. Fantasia did a killer job. With Proud Mary, Annie Lennox mm-hmm. also was part of the In Memoriam package. Uh, somebody in production accidentally revealed Jimmy Buffett's portion uh, way ahead of time.
2: Oh no! We had
3: Stevie Wonder singing with Dead Tony Bennett, which okay. was also very interesting. I think the In Memoriam was a long segment. Stevie Wonder's oh, wow.
4: getting uh, it's getting getting up there in age, and it's getting a little rough.
3: It was it was a little pitchy, but I also don't think that's his like. That was his vibe, was it? I don't know. I don't even see this. Um, And then I I thought that the weirdest performance, in my opinion, was Travis Scott.
1: Okay.
4: Who
3: spent a good portion of the end of his performance smashing chairs and throwing them at his hype man behind him. (laughs)
4: Okay. Uh, was there was speculation that he was like raging out because he got snubbed for the best How did rap he have album. So many
3: chairs next to him. I thought that was part of the gimmick.
4: He said he said to his his like team ahead of time, "Hey, put a bunch of chairs there in case I don't get the Grammy." Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> just
2: gonna wreck everything.
4: <laughs>
3: Someone who did get a Grammy and a uh, Lifetime. Uh, achievement Award, but they, they nice. call it something else. Problems, oh, Jay-Z. Jay-Z got the Dr. Dre Global Impact Award. And then they say he brought Blue Ivy on stage with him, but I watched as they announced them, and Blue Ivy kind of invited herself.
2: Oh, she just ran up there?
3: She was just behind. She's like, am I going with you? Am I doing that? And then he turns around, and Blue Ivy's still there, and so she stands awkwardly by him, and he give some sort of impromptu speech to which it seemed like a bit of a theme after him. It was, you're at the Grammys, talk smack about the Grammys and talk about how the Grammys aren't uh, that important. They
4: were saying he channeled his inner Kanye for a second uh, there. Oh, but I'm going to let you finish. That,
3: it, but, yeah, but Kanye... He, like, let himself on stage during two other people's acceptance awards. Yeah, but Jay-Z, right. this was all about him. So how was that his inner Kanye?
4: But just to, to complain about the fact that Beyonce has never won album of the oh, year. Oh, right.
3: I mean, mm-hmm. they just, he asked that you check himself. And then he said, one of my favorite lines was, I'm sorry, when I'm nervous, I tell the truth. So you you have it there. Um, he asked people, some of you going to go home tonight. Feel like you've been robbed. Some of you may get robbed. And some of you don't belong that one in the category. A, that one got a weird laugh. I thought it was funny. But uh, there you go. And then uh, just to wrap up the Grammys talk, Taylor Swift is now getting criti- criticized for ignoring a very surprised guest. And that was Miss Celine Dion. Oh. She was there to present the best album of the year. And everyone was like, oh, my God. I Did thought she, she look- couldn't move
2: different? Because she's got that, Celine Dion has that stiff person syndrome.
3: She looked great. It wasn't like, it seemed like she had an okay time walking. There were maybe, I think maybe a little bit when she was talking, that you could see some stiffness.
2: Oh no. But
3: it was very humbling. You could tell that she was very excited to be there and for, for many reasons. And then she announces Album of the Year, Taylor Swift wins, and then it becomes like Came off like they've been drinking a lot the whole night. And she just snatches the Grammy from Celine Dion and continues with her speech. And it's like, I don't know. I didn't expect this at all, you guys. Come on. I'm like, Celine Dion is not ever going to be able to perform again. This is her surprise appearance. And you can't just be like, thank you, Celine, or give her a hug or have a moment in which the camera catches like you're in front of a legend instead of just ignore her. It was very strange, and a, a lot of the internets is... Uh,
2: Forget that. Did she really say I didn't... Like, oh, I had no idea I was going to win this award. I'm so flabbergasted. It was
3: It was just <laughs> like, on. it was all over the place. And it's like, I want to thank these people. Can you guys not come by me? I don't know what I'm doing right now. I feel alone, but this is awesome. Weed. Can I
2: say, the only time throughout all of this, because I love the troll aspects of Taylor Swift and the NFL and all that stuff, and the people getting triggered by it, I enjoy that. But the only time I've sided with those folks was when I saw the news pop off that she had announced that she's dropping yet another album. Right. And I was like, oh, it's (sighs) been. Sit, sit down for a second, okay?
3: Well, her like, new, she hasn't had a new ba- album in a bit. Remember, she just did the, the remaster, the uh, no, Taylor version. New,
2: no, no, she had a new album, too. I, it was last year, which it was oh, every single oh, yeah, song Midnight. on the album right. came. Duh. Like, almost all of those songs on the album became singles on the radio, and everybody's been inundated with this. It's like, take a vacation. Right. Relax a little <laughs> bit. Calm down.
3: April 19th. She's mm. dropping it. Um, Can't wait. And someone who was dropping dead was we Ooh. bid adieu to carl weathers oh he did pass away did we mention this on friday or just no, the news did it, not come out until over the weekend
2: it happened like right at the end of the show in fact it, during the show forrest had texted me and he's like did you see carl weathers had died we just it, it was everything was wrapping oh. up
3: big football guy obviously he was uh in the rocky movies quick test here for mm-hmm. everybody
2: what is the thing you sabrina remember him the most for
3: Happy Gilmore, Woodhand.
2: Happy Gilmore is a big one that people say. For me, it was Arrested Development. Same. Well, well it, was, it was Arrested Development for you too. Dude, you got see a too going. Because whenever I hear somebody going, they still, they'll say, "Oh, I remember him from Rocky." I'm like, I didn't even know he was in Rocky until uh, right uh, now. I, I really watched Apollo the Yeah, no, I just <laughs> did. I had no idea. I didn't, I'm not in tune with those movies. I mean, and his I'm career went so long, though. His career spanned so much time depending on how old you are, you had one thing that you connected with him on. I'm in sure.
4: tune with Happy Gilmore, and I know him, I, you know, I remember him in that movie, but at the time, like, when I when I hear Carl Weathers is dead, uh, I, th- I think he did some stuff, he might have done some Star Wars stuff, too. He did.
3: He was uh, part of the Mandalorian, he yeah. was in Chicago Fire, oh. Chicago PD, Chicago Oh, he has Justice. a good part in the
4: Mandalorian, that's, a, that's unfortunate, but um, the, uh, immediately I thought Arrested Development, and when people started saying Happy Gilmore, I was like,
3: oh, yeah. What hand? Do you know also, what Courtney said to me? <laughs> what she said? I was reading Rainbow Guy. She said the
2: reading Rainbow yep. Guy died.
3: It I took said. me a second. They do like they for um, like for people our, our age, me and Courtney, like there's this you glimpse it, you glimpse his headshot from the earlier times, and it looks very, very well, close they, to LeVar Burton.
2: They do look pretty similar. They one was in Star
3: Trek. One was in
2: Star Wars. You sure, know, yeah. They, they look pretty similar, actually, but I was like, no, 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 different guy, different guy.
3: Well, I don't know if we'll be seeing him, but I guess he was part of the FanDuel's Kick of Destiny Super Bowl ad campaign. Already appeared in a teaser with Rob Gronkowski, and now they've announced they're making some changes because he dead AF now. What? They're going to take him out? Well, they're adjusting their campaign accordingly out of respect for the family during their time of grief.
4: Guys, if I'm going to be in a Uh, Super Bowl, you know what that
3: means. No, we wanted to continue this campaign, and we don't have him anymore, so we got to cut him out of the original commercial.
2: Oh, I don't dig that so much. No, me either. I think if they asked the family, if they said, "How do you feel about this? Would you like us to air this or or do something different?" If the family was not at issue with it, if the family was like, "No, we we want him to be memorialized." I, I don't see why they would ever take him out. That's weird. Exactly.
4: We got AI in it. Unless in the commercial I am blown up or something like that. Unless <laughs> I'm killed in the commercial. And still, if it was Super Bowl, I'd say, leave it be.
2: Uh, it could be that, yeah. Or This deal's so good, it's going to give you a heart attack. Or like, they, if there's something about dying in it, no good. Then trash it.
3: Something almost got trashed, but I guess was just left to collect dust, according to the drummer for this group right here. One more time. Oh,
2: uh, but, 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 um, uh, what, what, they got the
3: helmets on. They got the helmets. They sure uh, do. Digital Love. They nope, sing that song. They uh, were harder, faster, stronger. Oh, yeah, oh, oh, da- oh Daft Punk. Daft ah, Punk is. is right, and Daft yeah. Punk's fifth album is in limbo, Ooh. according to the drummer. You Daft know,
4: Punk has a drummer?
3: That was my first question, but they also have a fifth album. I thought they
4: were just DJs.
3: they they have a drummer maybe a studio drummer
2: they might have a drummer but they make that music before they go out and kind of spin it as DJs Mm.
3: this guy uh, his name's Quinn he collaborated with them on the fourth and final album Random Access Memories and then in an interview that he did recently he said he helped the duo record an unreleased album in 2018 which is supposedly coming out of the locker someone just needs to remember the combination he also admits he doesn't know what's happening with it direct quote I All thought
4: right. they broke up, though.
3: They did, but they still have this stuff in the in the locker. And why not make some more money? Am I right? Yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah. On the boob Tube, we have The Bachelor on ABC. Celebrity, Celebrity on Celebrity I O U on HGTV. It. America's Got Talent Fantasy League on NBC. TMZ is going to investigate Kanye West. Unhinged but unstoppable is the name of the special. And then you can catch Boy George on Fallon. Follow your dreams and me on Instagram at Sabrina Amber. And most importantly, stay with me, America.
4: Smoke weed every day.
3: Thank you, Sabrina.
2: Did you guys happen to see Kelly Osborne at the Grammys? So skinny. Yeah, she looks like she's maybe wow. on the Ozempic bandwagon, perhaps.
3: Did she admitted to that.
2: I'm um, not sure. She may have. But I'm not that in tune with what's going on with have Kelly Osborne. you ever
4: pulled up? I haven't seen her. No, um,
2: it was the just, reason
3: big purple hair and then just the reason
2: body. why she caught my attention was because I didn't know her date was the one of the guys from Slipknot. Oh, and oh. I, I guess the Slipknot guys just like they wear their masks everywhere when Not they Corey go on Taylor. Public. No, it wasn't him. Um, no, eh, it's on. the other
3: guy that I believe was with somebody that was in one of our very first just okay parties. Full circle. All right, here, 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 the, here she is. Less dancers.
2: This is her walking down the red carpet, and the dude she's with, he's, he's got like, a, like his slipknot gas mask on that must as be hot. he's going down there. I'm like, does he sit in his seat at the Grammys and just wear how that the whole food? time? Yeah, like if you got to get a drink or something, what are you doing here? I don't know how this works logistically, wow. but I did not know that that was a thing that they did. I guess so. Uh, when we come back, we'll get to a man, a porta potty, and an absolute disaster. What happened? Plus, whoa, uh, Courtney and I witnessed quite the moment last night. And I want to tell you about this to see what you would have done in my shoes. That is coming up next on the News Junkie. Jack sends over this story that's just kind of developing where they say King Charles has cancer and obviously King Charles, a new king, hasn't been king for very long, got them big old sausage fingers and apparently also cancer uh, on the side. And this just says, very basic, Buckingham Palace is reporting that Britain's King Charles has been diagnosed with cancer. It's unknown what type of cancer or what the prognosis is. Uh, that's all we have so far.
4: Oh, Buckingham and, Palace really knows how to keep everything nice and vague. Yeah, <laughs> right.
2: Yeah, I mean, when when I saw this, I said, "Well, who's next? What if he dies of cancer? What if King Charles dies as a result of this cancer diagnosis? Does that mean um, well, it's not Harry that's next in line? He's, he's kind of like I don't know if he's fully abdicated, but he's I don't even think he's in the line anymore. It would be William, I guess, right? And yeah, Prince William. And I, so he would be King William." I guess would be what would happen if it were to come to the unfortunate end of King Charles dying. And that would change a lot of different things. Um, It would also bring Harry closer to the throne had he not uh, run away from all of the royal stuff and the royal family. And they don't know exactly what's going to happen next, uh, at least not at the moment. A big Doug millionaire says that sucks being a king and still getting cancer. Yes, it does. That's how the world works. Doesn't matter how much money you have, doesn't matter how famous you are, all of these things can be disrupted by any medical crisis at any time. Makes you a little more likely to have all the health experts around you and more likely to discover things early if you are fortunate, and a king sure is fortunate, in 2024. But uh, I don't know. We'll see where that goes. It's an interesting one to follow moving forward. Thanks, Jack.
4: How weird uh, would it be to experience, uh, and, and, you know, we, we don't know how bad this cancer is, but if it were bad, to experience the changing of uh, a king twice in one year? Yeah,
2: right. I mean, that does not happen very often. Uh, I'm just going to see here if there's any other updates on this. Uh, the Okay, here's a statement from... Buckingham Palace. I'll bring this up. Give me just a second to bring this up, so we see a little more context on what's going on.
4: I remember when it was leading up to the Queen's death, Queen Elizabeth. uh, You know uh, how we were covering how the BBC and they had all these protocols in place and all this, like Mm -hmm. I think, like almost a rehearsed kind of, uh, you know, change of clothes.
3: Which leads me to believe that would it make this announcement if they did not have everything? set in place.
2: Oh, I'm sure they do. I'm sure they do. Real quick, though, on YouTube, Seawitch says, Harry isn't even close to being on the throne, uh, which is why, you know, he went to California. Um, Harry's number goes,
4: five right now.
2: It goes, William and then his kids. Harry was a spare and no longer needed. All right, here's the actual statement from Buckingham Palace. I have it in front of me. It says, during the King's recent hospital procedure for benign prostate enlargement, a separate issue of concern was noted. Subsequent diagnostic tests have identified a form of cancer. His Majesty has today commenced a schedule of regular treatments, during which time he's been advised by doctors to postpone public-facing duties. Throughout this period, His Majesty is so cringe that we talk like this in 2024, will continue to undertake state business and paperwork as usual. The King is grateful to his medical team for their swift intervention, blah biddy blah bitty, blah His Majesty has chosen to share his diagnosis to prevent speculation and in the hope it may assist public understanding for all those around the world affected by cancer Enza, it says, as the statement wraps up. So there we go. That's what we know about that. Uh, I know this. Uh, last night, we went to uh, grab some food. We went to grab some dinner after we saw uh, Argyle, the movie. And we went to a place that's not like an upscale place, but it's a nice place. You know, you don't have to wear like a suit and tie or anything, but it's a place where you would you would not see a whole bunch of really sloppy drunk people. It's not like a dive bar, all right? It's a restaurant, and so we're sitting there and we're eating and enjoying ourselves and we're talking about the movie we just went to. And I swear to you, I kid you not, the drunkest couple I have ever encountered in my life. Oh,
3: ever, Sean? Ever,
2: ever encountered in my life enters the bar, all right? I'll, I'll pay this off, okay? This guy and this woman come and sit down like three seats away from us. So we're close but we didn't have to be that close strike one they were screaming everything that they were saying and she was coming in hot because the first word out of her mouth as these two drunk folks sat down on their stools and right as the bartender bartender was coming over to get some orders from them, uh, uh, was they were like kind of arguing with each other and she goes yeah it might be helpful if you stop raping people
3: what oh And I go, whoa, record scratch moment.
2: And Courtney goes to like, tap me on my knee to alert me. I'm like, you don't have to alert me. It's just on display in front of everybody. And he says, you goddamn C word. And this is loud, right? He's saying this now. And they start like slurring and all this. And they're going back and forth. I told you to never bring that up. And I'm going, what is happening?
3: Day night. Uh, very Uh, interesting.
2: Like, it just happened behind me on the screen in the studio where Homer Simpson sinks back into the bushes. uh, But that's how I was feeling. And and I go, I don't know where this is going to go. I don't know if maybe they'll say, we're not going to serve you. We're going to kick you out of here. You guys are uh, causing a scene. Um, And... They go from yelling about that to all of a sudden we look over, full blown making out, full blown making out, full on sucking face, making out with each other and like rubbing each other and and I'm I go wow this is this is really a lot to behold and I'm trying not to catch eyes with this guy because I feel like he's pulling everybody into his orbit like the the other guy on the left of him. Caught eyes with him. and He's like, you
3: know what I'm talking about, right, man? No, I can't stand that. <laughs> and I call, You're doing I everything want... you can because, you know, <laughs> it, the moment you meet eyes, it could yeah. take a millisecond and you are yeah. roped. I,
2: I'm like, let me stay in constant conversation with Courtney. So there's no openings oh, wow. where this guy could dive in and say something to me. And it got quiet again. And then she went right back
3: to the hard R word. And uh, I was she, that was gonna be my first guess of what she said out loud.
2: She's like, you know what I'm talking about, you know what you did. Oh. And she is like going on and on about how he apparently sh- she's suggesting rape somebody, and they're fighting, fighting over this, and then they go back to making out again. And she stands up, like I think as they sat their food down, because they were still serving them, believe it or not. Uh and everybody heard this. This wasn't just like I heard this. It was loud for the entirety of the restaurant, which may have been a bodega of sorts. Yes. Uh, to to hear all of the things that were going on. Uh, and so she out of nowhere stands up and I believe she grabbed her keys out of her purse. Perfect, and then headed into the parking lot. And I go, okay, th- this is this is not great." And then he stands up about like a minute or two later, and he goes outside. And I waited a second, and I was like, "That was a whole thing." And I looked over, and he he had come back. Oh my god, he's back here, and he's like loitering around, finishing off his drink. And he left and came back like five times. And then he left for like five minutes and came back in and he goes, have you seen a red cell phone around here? And we're like, buddy, you ain't fine with the phone. <laughs> it's not happening. And then the bartender goes, I can call it if you want me to. And he goes, "No, nah, it's been dead for hours. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's night is a mess. And then he says something like, I got to get home to my kids. Ooh. And I'm like, oh, wow. what in that the makes- mess are we looking at here? And the whole time I was like, should I say anything? And wh- if I say anything, what would I possibly say? Don't say I, anything. What no, were you going to say, man? There's nothing I can add to that. I was like, uh, I, I can't fix anything that's going on here. I just have to watch this on display. And, oh, my God. And it was, it, when they walked out, everybody was like, whoa. <laughs> the temperature of the room changed significantly in, like, five seconds that is how you come in hot man and yep. you guys you, you knew it right away you've seen this before when a couple comes in and there's like some really insane dramatic stuff like that's the height of drama to throw out those allegations and then you're making out five seconds later you go god you guys i think you've had enough to drink no i think i think
3: you've had enough to drink right now good oh. luck telling those people that
2: yeah they will be no i'm fine And I'll wake up the next morning and not remember any of this, not recall that that whole thing was on display in front of all the people that were around me. somebody said, you mean the kids weren't in the car? Alicia on YouTube, I hope the kids weren't in the car. I really, truly hope they weren't. He just said something about the fact that there were kids. He said, I got to get home to my kids. I go, this dude's a dad, too? Man, damn. This is a whole thing. So there you go. Uh, and I said absolutely nothing, just uh, took, uh, took in the spectacle was the best solution I could come to. We got to get to you, your dispatches. I haven't played a single one today and I feel a little bit bad about it. So we'll work in those in a moment, but there was an incident with a porta potty that we must discuss. And this was at a Denver park. I've seen the guys uh, on my street who are doing a lot of construction right now screwing around like this. In fact, the other day when we were walking by, one of the guys from the construction site had gone into the porta potty and all the other dudes were like smacking the side of it and shaking <laughs> it around. I Classic. Was like, I was like, God, this is a, this is a foul move for you to do. But it didn't end up obviously in the news like this guy did. Uh, this guy was in Denver and he says he believes he was the victim of a prank. And here's him telling his story
0: through Nine News in Denver. This winter day near Sloan's Lake, chances are you can find Stefano Chioetto on his daily walk.
6: It's a long walk. When it's very cold, I don't do it. I do something else.
0: It's a few miles round trip. All right. And Stefano says sometimes nature calls. All right,
6: so he's got to go to the porta potty. Uh, saw the portable potty and I honey
0: bucket. Get... <laughs> <laughs> portable
2: potty. They, they have the worst names and also he said I saw the portable potty <laughs> uh, or the porta potty as most people refer to it so he says on his walk he's got to go portable
4: potty makes it sound like you could fold it up and put it in your pocket
2: <laughs> <laughs> he says he's got to go he jumps in the honey bucket and he, he doesn't think anybody's around to mess with him
6: I felt the thing uh, start to move and I thought that it was a truck picking it up and taking it to a dump or, 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 or whatever that and would I was be bad so freaking scared, you know
0: Moments later, Stefano felt the porta potty start to fall. <gasps> and, uh,
6: I had no idea what was happening. I started shouting, "Hey, hey!" and uh, uh, it, it just kept on moving and it fell to the side. Oh I uh, fell on my back and uh, fortunately it fell on the side and not on the front because if it, if it had fallen on the front, I wouldn't have been able to open the door. yeah, but no matter where it falls. Yeah, you got doo-doo mm, on you. Yeah, whatever's in there is
2: is going to toss and turn and fling out of the portable potty, as he said that he is stuck in, and now he's got to try to work his way out. So Let's freaking see. scared! <laughs> this guy's interesting. He's kind of like he's like a city vampire or something. He seems like a he's like Dracula but modern day kind I of. Get out!
0: Stefano says he found like the door him. and crawled out as a man and his son ran over to help.
6: And he said, "Yeah, I think it was a couple of teenagers. We it saw was them. And they, uh, you know, uh, they pushed the, 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 the portable potty on its side the and they ran potty. away."
0: He <laughs> thinks it was likely a prank. One. He did does. this really warrant a
6: drone
2: shot? They did They went all all the way for this report about this guy in the
6: porta potty, and now they've got an overhead drone shot going. Find very funny. It it may sound funny when you are a kid. Uh, It's not, if you're the guy inside. It's not funny at all. It's, It's something that could have ended in a very unfunny way.
0: Now Stefano says he did hurt his back but Uh-oh. says he's feeling better today. Denver Police tell us officers did respond to the scene but nobody but no suspects have been identified. Right.
2: Yeah, they ain't gonna ever catch these guys. Full on news report for this story by the way. With Look drone shot and everything. With
0: <laughs> drone shot. That that means they have
4: this drone guy on retainer and they haven't been using him enough? Yeah, let's like, get him. <laughs> like the countdowns on CNN.
2: Right. All right, let's work at a couple of those dispatches as promised. Here goes nothing. Here is Funny Name joining us on the show with the dispatch.
6: Hey, guys. Hey. I don't know why I think it should be talked about, but I think it's, uh, I find it odd that no one is talking about Patrick Mahomes' father getting yeah. arrested for his third DWI. Uh. Uh, maybe it's just old hat that he drives drunk, but it just seems odd that no one's really talking about it.
2: Here's why. Like I didn't have this in the stack of stuff to talk about today because I thought why does it matter? Like is this this is not a reflection on Patrick Mahomes? No. If his father got his third DUI.
4: No, I think people are just interested in it because, you know, he would he would be going. He still is, I think, possibly going to the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. on sunday to support his son uh unless they think that he's going to be a distraction and they're worried about that but they they said i read today that he didn't have any travel restrictions on his uh on his bail
2: and the fact that he has three duis kind of shows you in and of itself that he's not getting special treatment because he's patrick mahomes dad I just think about yourself in this story. When you would think about this and your your dad gets his third DUI, you go, is it fair to Patrick Mahomes to make that like front page news and talk about that nonstop? I don't think so. It's, you noted it. You brought it up. It actually happened. So that's fine. But I just don't think it's any front page stuff that we should talk a whole bunch about. Um, here we go. Dan the plumber has a dispatch about Shane Gillis.
3: Hey guys hey. on, uh, Shane Gillis. The plane bit is very funny, but there's also this other bit that he has where he's, like,
0: sleepwalking while his wife and other uh, friends are downstairs still playing, like, a game and all that. Mm -hmm. It is hilarious. Definitely not safe for work, but definitely hilarious and worth a watch so if you have time uh, look that up i love when
2: people do that he's got this one bit oh man oh he talks about this thing take my word
3: for it can't talk about it right now no details but uh, yeah i mean it's the just, same exact thing so
2: but let, let's just say shane gillis has funny bits all right if you if you're into it you go check him out or watch him host snl it, Maybe it, you'll think
4: it's funny his his bits is this something that's on his own youtube channel or is does he have not like oh, a show. Got, yeah, he's got a Netflix stand
2: up. He's got a couple of uh, stand ups that, that he's done. But those are not um,
4: stand ups. Those are these are bits.
2: Well, he's these saying bits, but he doesn't mean bits. Uh unless he means from from the podcast cuz he's on, he has his own podcast and then he goes around and does a lot of other podcasts uh including like they Tony sound, and they Joe Rogan like
1: sketches
4: is what I was getting from those the dispatch. Yeah, what, what I was
2: referring to is more like when he's doing his stand-up, one of the sections of the stand-up focuses gotcha. on this. Like, gotcha. you know, like, like a, 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 a talking point within his stand-up bit. Uh, or a stand-up in general. Here is Bong Knight, who says, I could have done something about this.
3: Hey, guys. Hey. Yeah, if Sean didn't piss off all the cops in Orlando, he
0: probably could have just called the cops for a well-being check on him. You don't want a drunk driver driving around like that. Damn, Sean.
2: Well, I, I can't really do that either, because I didn't know that either one of those people were driving. I mean, I assumed because somebody picked up keys, but I had no idea what was really going on. I'm just a spectator looking at all of this. Uh, Delisandro says he does do sketches and he has a ton of sketches on YouTube. You can look that up. So uh, maybe there's both of these things going on at the same time. All right. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll get to uh, some other stuff that happened behind the scenes at the Grammys. Also, Trump is dropping some names. Who's he going to pick for his vice president? Uh, We might have an idea. That is coming up next on the News Junkie. March 16th at Plaza Live. I want you from all over the place to come hang out with us for this show. And I want to say a couple of things before we have the VIP tickets go on sale. All right? Uh, one, I'm not a huge fan of this, but they kind of changed the way that they show you the tickets. And when you go to see tickets for Just Okay 8 and VIP for Just Okay 8, they put all of the fees and all the extra stuff all into the price. So the price that you see is like out the door. They used to do it in a way that I think is a little more helpful cuz you could see what we're actually charging for the tickets, which is the same exact price as last year. All right folks, we're charging the same exact for general admission and the same exact for VIP same exact amount as Inflation we did. Inflation
3: be damned.
2: Yeah, even though things are more expensive, and even though there's, this is the most expensive swag bag we've ever done for VIP, we're still keeping the prices exactly the same. But when you see those prices, it's going to be out the door. But I think people will look and go, "Oh, that's how much it is," and then I got to pay fees and all. And the, the, I think people hesitate a little bit. Just know that's how they're going to show these uh, the, the prices on the website. So, very soon, VIP will go on sale. Remember, you get a lot with VIP, and these will absolutely sell out. But talk about a night. Like, you're getting some free drinks. Uh, We do free drinks for people who are VIP. You get early access to the event. You're going to hang out with us. Some
4: free drinks. Some free drinks. Not all free drinks, (laughs) but you get
2: some free drinks. Uh, You also, uh, we're going to have the food trucks again, and we should have it set up. I'm going to... Double check with Moses, but you should be able to get uh, a card for some free food uh, as you're sitting there just okay. It was really good last year. It was Jimmy Hula's, which is, it was delicious, man. And we're going to have them hang around longer than they did last year. Uh, We're also going to have way more bars opened up. You'll have in your VIP bag, you'll have the Stanley Killer, which these really, 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 really really, turned out great. I think you're going to love these. Um, you'll have a hat. You'll have a, a, a magnet. You'll have all kinds of extra stuff. It's always and a lifetime up. of
3: memories. Most importantly,
2: and you will have memories. That much is true. You'll have access to the VIP section and we'll be uh, decking this out with a bunch of like high top tables. So you're not squished into the seats upstairs like last year. It's gonna be awesome. Yeah. And we want to make sure your party in St. Patrick's Day style with us. So nab those when they go on sale, keep watching, keep paying attention, and you'll see those very, very soon. But I just wanted to get out in front of that because when I looked at the website, I was like, damn it, it looks like we're charging more than we did last year because they show it now with all the fees included. And for the venue, it kind of lets them like push it off to, oh, hey, this is what the band is charging. This is what the people are charging for these. Um, And that's not exactly the case here. But it's the same exact amount that it was last year. So uh, be aware and make sure you get that while you can. Uh, then general admission will go on sale a couple of days after VIP goes on sale. And we're just going to march forward from there. We've got some of the most amazing acts we've had throughout the history of Just OK. Coming together under one roof for one night. Uh we have the Young Tapes they'll be back again they blew everybody's socks off at the Last Just Okay. They're really 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 fun to watch live and it's all songs that you know done by some incredible musicians that you're going to you're to love like everybody else did. Then we have our friends from the Shaboom's they will be joining us for Just
4: Okay. Eight. Yes, that's right. That's right. Very very good, very very talented. They were uh they were Coolio's favorite. Uh, We we could definitely say that. Yeah, Coolio was not a fan of the Janetorchers, I guess. Uh, Uh Didn't really, like, (laughs) uh, tickle his fancy. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to have, of course, Savvy's Little
2: Helpers, which is Fritz, the whole crew, the whole band... Putting on the biggest show that they've ever done. We had a
3: killer, Uh, killer practice this past weekend.
2: Yeah. I mean, this is going to be, this is going to be amazing. And you're going to see so many things this night that you want to talk about afterwards, that you want to capture on your phone, that you want to post online. There's going to be a lot going on. We'll have secrets, surprise guests, all sorts of uh, really, really exciting things that we can't tell you just this moment. But I'll tell you this, you're going to leave there going, I am really glad we went out there, and we're going to have some fun and drink it up for St. Patrick's Day together. So uh, more details soon, but keep that on your mind very, very soon Is VIP. And March 16th is when the event actually is going down for just OK 8. You can get tickets at the door the day of the event if they don't sell out, but it's going to be more expensive. So I would suggest that you just nab them ahead of time and make it a whole day. Make it a thing. Uh, go enjoy yourself, and you deserve it. Well, it'll be like the first quarter of the year is kind of done a little bit. So we can all party and reward ourselves Hell with a yeah. good night. So anyhow, that is all happening soon. Those are the details you need to know, and I'll tell you more. Uh Traumaverse says headliner. The headliner is Savvy's Little Helpers. That's where we're putting what our what money I, this what year. I, what But we will have surprises and surprise guests, and there will be more, more than you're hearing right now at the event. Okay, Or going old school
3: that. with it. I mean, those of you that have been listening to the show and came to maybe the first, what, three, four of them? Mm-hmm. We made it a party that it wasn't a timeline of as it goes on, it gets better. It's going to be good from start to finish.
2: Yeah, yeah, it is. It's, this is the best one we've ever done, without a doubt. And I'm, we're not going to tell you everybody who's going to be there and everything you're going to see. Because I don't want to do that. I want this to be something where people are surprised by things that go down, and afterwards you're like, "Damn!"
4: (laughs) I got to figure out what I'm going to wear. Yeah, you're going to go fancy. You're going to go St. Patrick's but St. Patrick's is different.
2: Yeah, I think so. I think I'll lean into that myself. Just a Santa? Going to get you a kilt? I don't know. I don't know what. Like, I don't even know what to expect with some of the stuff we got going on. E Fresh Rock says the year of grandson was great. That was a good show at the Hard Rock, but I think we can knock that out of the water. I think we could beat that. I think we could top that for just OK, 8. So you're not going to want to miss it. Uh, OK, we've got Trump dropping some potential names for his mm, vice yeah. presidential nominee, who is going to be the running mate for Trump. We already know who's going to be with Biden. It's going to be Kamala Harris. She'll stay with him on, on the ticket. We they just it, won Joe. in South Carolina. And uh, it's not a surprise to anybody. We could pretend like there's still some sort of battle going on with Nikki Haley, but it's not. It doesn't matter. It's not happening. Trump will be the she on
3: SNL this weekend or did I?
2: No, oh, I heard no. that.
3: Yeah.
4: Okay. yeah. Is she? Is she going to be on there? No, uh, she, she already was. She was this past weekend? Okay. She was in the cold open. Uh.
2: Well, he's now dropping some hints as to who he's going to pick for the number two position of the federal government. Perhaps Tim Scott, who also ran for president alongside these other folks, and also perhaps South Dakota Governor Kristi Noem. Uh, those two have long been seen as top prospects. Other names out there floating around, J.D. Vance, a senator from Ohio, and House Republican Conference Chairwoman, Elise Stefanik, a Republican from New York. Those are the four big names in the mix. Why does that name sound really familiar? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Elise Stefanik, you sang? Yeah. chairwoman? I don't know. She's from New York, that's about all I got on her right here. But she's a big Trump supporter. That's what they all have in common, as you can imagine. Uh, We are going to take a quick break. When we come back, we have to do jury duty. We don't have to do it. We're going to do jury duty. And I have a question for everybody related to something that just broke in the news not too long ago. We'll talk about that. It's coming up next on the News Junkie. Big thanks to
1: Jeremy Perkins.
2: New Secret Show subscriber as well as Florida decals. Thank you. Appreciate you. You can learn more about Secret Shows at the newsjunkie.com. And I was uh, talking with Jack about Just Okay and, and the tickets. I said, I'm not thrilled that they lump all the fees together and that it looks like we're charging more than we were last year. We're charging the same exact amount. Uh, Jack says, that was your idea because you didn't like before How the prices looked lower Uh, and then they added the fees.
1: (laughs)
4: uh, Turns out like, I just hate it, right? I I meant (laughs) to mention that to you during the break. I'd be like, would you prefer this? Uh, You know,
3: the
2: the fees aren't crazy or anything. It's just like it is for any other concert. I just, I hate that kind of stuff. Um, and I think a lot of people do, but we're going to make this absolutely worth your while. I don't think anybody's going to leave and go, damn, that was, that wasn't worth it for me. We're putting, a lot into this show to make sure that from the the jump, from the moment we start on March 12th, uh, 16th rather, to the moment we wrap things up and end the show, you're going to be having a blast uh, and it'll be worth, it'll be the best St. Patrick's party you've ever been to in your life. A concert, an event like no other. There's stuff going on all around the venue and to boot, we're going to be one of the first people to be putting on an event at this facility after a complete rebuild of the place, like we we did a tour a long time ago. I don't mean, know what was it. It was like it was super hot when we did a no, tour of the place.
4: November was it October? Was it? November
2: is uh, toward the end of last year. We all went out there and they go, "Come take a look at this place." And we had already previously done a show there because it's you know about the right size, like twenty five hundred people or so. And he said, "All right, let's take a look at this." And when we all walked in there, we were like, oh, wow, you are really under construction. You are.
3: I'm excited, this- though. It's going to be beautiful and crisp.
2: Was, they were going like, just imagine. Imagine that this is built like this and this is built like this. So it's been a complete renovation at the place. So it'll be another cool thing just to see what this uh, famous venue looks like after uh, everything's been completely redone. I think it's going to be very nice. And like I said, this year, VIP, you're going to be set up by the stage, a whole roped-off area with high-top tables and a bartender back there, and it'll be just the perfect setup this year. Uh, And uh, we have so many more things to unveil as the next month and a half or so goes by. That's all the time we have, folks, so... uh you know. Here we go. Yeah, here we go. Here goes nothing. Um, All right, let's get into it. Here we go. Let's do jury duty. Court is now in session. So put your phone down and pay attention before we call the bailiff over to whip your ass. You're now on jury duty with the news junkie jury duty brought to you by the one the only mo dewitt of the dewitt law firm injured on the go just call mo 866 call mo 866 call moe or go to just call com. you have a choice of many attorneys after you've been in an accident You know when you have a good case on your hands. Bring it to somebody who is going to respect you. Bring that case to a person who's going to listen to you and treat you like a person. Not just another number in a spreadsheet. Not just somebody that the sales staff in the boiler room needs to deal with. But a human being going through a tough time who needs somebody they can lean on. That's Mo DeWitt. 866-CALL-MO or go to JustCallMo.com. This is insane, but it's true. And it's the real-life prospects for cybersecurity and theft in 2024. A finance worker at a multinational firm was tricked into paying out $25 million to fraudsters. They were using deep fake technology to pose as the company's chief financial officer in a video
3: conference call. That's a lot of money to accidentally send out.
2: Yep. So the people were very skeptical. They go, we don't know what's going on here. We're a little uncomfortable. And they go, oh, let's jump on a conference call, a conference video with the chief financial officer. And so they hopped on what they thought was like a, a Zoom with the brass. And they go, oh, okay, there it is. That's the chief financial officer. They had the conversation with top Brass on this video conference but everything was fake. They weren't real people. They had done an how did AI they get version. So
3: much audio of him, or you don't need that much anymore.
2: I they either they had enough from different sources, or they didn't need that much. One of the two. Or they do the like
4: the training. You know, I mean, I don't know how instantly you can do that kind of stuff just yet. But you know, if they have enough audio of the person, then they they train the 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 AI just like I did with you guys to send yeah. you goofy songs.
2: Yeah, and it wasn't even just one person. It says, in the multi-person video conference, it turns out everybody he saw was fake, according to the superintendent. Chan said the worker had grown suspicious after he received a message that was purportedly from the company's UK-based chief financial officer. Initially, the worker suspected it was a phishing email as it talked of the need for a secret transaction to be carried out. However, the worker put aside his doubts after the video call because other people in attendance looked and sounded just like colleagues he recognized. Believing everybody else on the call was real, he agreed to send a total of 200 million Hong Kong dollars, or about 25.6 million bucks. And this is one of recent episodes, several recent episodes, where they use deepfake AI technology to screw somebody over. These folks are just the latest to be had. I think I would probably be
4: suspicious just if I were asked to be on a, a Zoom call with the CEO of our company in the first place. Yeah, you wouldn't believe it was real? Uh, I mean, uh, I, I, I don't know why. I mean, what if not... it
2: says, we've heard about your buttons. We want to know more. And the CEO, Bob Pittman of, of iHeart, wants to jump on a call with you. Will you talk to him? I'd be like,
4: what does he care about buttons? Yeah, but you're not gonna. You're gonna say yes. You're gonna, go, hey you're Bob, gonna say yes. Going uh, uh, sure, uh, I'll say yes. But you know, if in my case, I don't have ten million dollars of the company's money uh, <laughs> to get away. So, uh, could you imagine
2: though if they said, "Hey, jump on a call with the CEO of the company. He wants to talk to you," and then the whole time you're skeptical that the actual CEO is AI? Prove like, yourself, yeah, Bob. You're the CEO of this company, dummy. Yeah, what does that I'm- stand for?
4: <laughs> oh, oh. Okay, you got that one right. All right. Yeah, all right.
2: Uh, that would be so bad. It could play out in the worst types of ways. But uh, there they go. They got robbed out of uh, $25,000 plus. Million. Uh, $25 million plus, excuse me. Way more than that, yes. Uh, there is a video making the rounds. We don't give of, you
4: headlines for $25,000 mistakes not anymore. not enough. No.
2: Indiana State Representative Jim Lucas is in a video taken by a high school student. I guess these students came to protest gun laws, and one of the lawmakers was there, and he showed them that he had a concealed firearm, like a holstered firearm, during the chat. Uh, let's see how this went. I don't know if it was weird or not, but let's yeah, check it's really it out. to do you mean by carrying? Yes, I'm, I'm carrying it right now. So he shows. See, and
3: You're nothing
5: not about that makes, makes
1: that, me feel safe, though. I'm you sorry? telling? I'm saying nothing. Wait,
2: about... Wait, is
3: there something wrong about if you were, like a concealed have carry concealed in a government building? I do not know
2: anything about concealed carry. I know very very little about concealed carry, so uh, I don't. Someone know-
3: correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm 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 fairly sure that you cannot have it in a government building or a um, I mean like your schools and hospitals.
2: If that was the case, I would think that this already would be bigger news because it would be a, a clear violation. He showed them that he had the gun. He showed them that he had it. But if you have a concealed carry, are you supposed to be showing people? Is that I don't know. You took the test, didn't you? Yeah, so, I don't know what the rules are. I mean,
3: I, I did like a course many years ago, and I mean, it, to be completely honest, it wasn't like. Um. here is all the information you need, and here's a quiz to verify you know this information. It was three mm. slides, and then you had a bunch of rich old people that were like, but if a guy's breaking my house and then runs away, <laughs> can I shoot him? I like
2: how everybody's questions Certificate. Are, are really, really focused on the idea that they're going to kill an intruder. Correct. So how long do I have to wait before I can blow somebody's head what off? What if he just bit? looks
3: <laughs> me the wrong way, and it's the sidewalk, but it's kind of by my property. Can I shoot him? What if
2: he insults me, but it's a really good insult, and it kind of like hurts my feelings a lot? Can I shoot over that? I could see that being a thing. I think if it was wrong or legal to do what he did, I think he'd already be in trouble. Would be my guess, but maybe not... This video might just be surfacing right now.
1: Someone carrying a gun makes me feel safe.
2: All right. I mean- There's a bunch of people on chat saying, I'm in on this. Okay. DJ Rage says no guns are allowed in federal buildings. It looks like he's in a, a federal building, but maybe not. This says Indianapolis. It says January 31st, Indianapolis. So maybe it's not a federal building. Hmm. Somebody says, uh, no, you can't show it. You're not allowed to show it. He isn't allowed to show it. Three different people. Saying that. Uh, Stone assassin says usually only a Leo can carry in a state or federal building. Well, uh, he definitely has one. We know that. Okay. Why do you feel the need
5: to carry that?
0: To be able to defend myself.
3: So you you think when you come here that someone's going to.
0: There are people. Okay, you? look at the crime rate in, Indiana, or in Indianapolis. People get shot. Right. Okay.
4: Yes. Oftentimes,
0: more often by people that are. Multiple convicted on felony.
2: Multiply convicted. Multiply convicted. Have the Multiply. law says
0: you
4: cannot have a gun. The law is not so. One, the law didn't stop them the first time. The
5: law didn't stop them the second, third, or fourth time. These are people that don't care about how many laws we've got.
2: All right, done. well, we'll see what happens because he definitely showed it if he's not allowed to. Let us know if you're uh, more familiar with how concealed carry uh, law works.
4: Are, are we like when we were saying show it? He didn't brandish it in a threatening no. manner. That's he, something you definitely can't do.
2: He has a sport coat on, and to uh-huh. be absolutely clear, he pulled back one side of his sport coat to show that there was a, a holstered mm-hmm. firearm there and then let it go back to be covered up. See, well, yeah. I don't feel like that's sure. that bad
4: of a thing to do, but,
2: no, it, but, he, but it's but illegal. If he's in a
3: federal building, he's definitely not supposed to have it on him. He, he
2: did intend to show them that he had a weapon on him. Yeah, right? We're all in agreement that he obviously was like, here, I'm revealing that I have a, a weapon on me. It's just about, can you do that? Are you actually violating any laws if you do that? And I know a lot of you know much more about this than I do, so I'll toss it over to you, uh, and we'll fight back and forth. Go to the newsjunkie.com and send us a dispatch right there. We'll see what happens to Representative Jim Lucas, who showed his holstered firearm to a group demonstrating for gun control in Indianapolis, Indiana. Uh, over to you next, plus man oh man there is something we have to shut down right now i've seen it happening it only happened a couple of times this weekend but a couple of times is is uh, too many and uh, we need to address this immediately almost like an emergency pod that we have to do when we return okay that's coming up next on the news chunky all my life They're trying to keep me down, keep me down. All
1: this
2: time.
1: oh congratulations all
2: this time. To chat folks we've done a thousand out. messages over there and all of them just brilliant 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 things so we love you let's see if you can do a thousand more before the end of the show today and that's even less
4: brilliant that now they're just uh (laughs) yeah they're
2: uh, just
3: gonna spam what was the thing
4: what was the thing that you used to they used to uh, kick you off aol for like they would sign you out if you were what did they call it if you were just doing a bunch of nonsense in the chat room oh yeah like yeah i guess it would be that if you were posting stuff that just was not actual words i thought there was a different name for it it could have been words i mean it could just be a lot of like copy paste copy paste but
2: Uh, well we don't want scrolling was it scrolling no scrolling in chat. No scrolling. We don't want that. We don't want legitimate, legitimate actual comments. Um, we'll see.
4: the uh, Indiana lawmaker showing the holstered gun to students. Yeah. Uh, it says in US News and World Report, Indiana lawmakers and their staff are allowed to carry handguns in the Capitol and on com- complex grounds. Mm-hmm. A bill introduced this year would extend uh. that right to some statewide elected officials and their staff. Uh, so he, he looks like he would have been. Uh, okay to carry it, not sure about showing it.
2: Yeah, I mean, I would imagine so. Like, it, how dumb would it have been if he wasn't allowed to legally carry his firearm there and he had it and he was showing it to these kids that were gun control advocates?
4: It doesn't they, seem like there's the uproar is pointing in that direction. Yeah, that's what I
2: thought. But then it was, there was the other part of him, like, showing the weapon and whether or not you can do that. I mean, look, they have every interest being uh, gun right advocates uh, and activists at right. that to try to make this guy look bad and try to see if they can use any of this interaction to get him in
4: trouble. But it says that he told the students to go to a gun range and learn how to shoot, and then somebody interrupted him and asked if he lost anyone to gun violence. Mm -hmm. He said he has defended his family twice with a firearm and did not elaborate. Wow. Uh really? And then he said, anyone else have any rational concerns they'd like to address? Oh, God. This is like when, who was
2: it that, uh, it was Diane Feinstein, I think. Remember where her interaction with those little kids? <laughs> where they're like, yeah. why don't you pass any bills on climate change? She said, listen up, you don't know what you're talking about. And they're
3: all like cute little kids. <laughs> but then everyone was kind of thrown because they were asking really intense questions. So uh, like, what's your favorite food and TV show? Oh,
2: God. Uh I mean, I don't disagree with his suggestion that people would be benefited by spending some time learning about firearms or going to a gun range. I think that is important. I think in my estimation, it's fun. And I think one of the big problems, I mentioned this on the show that gun activists or, you know, gun violence activists, people who want less access to weapons, um, various different changes they want made there. We don't need to go into that now. But those folks, one of the big problems they have is so many of them don't know anything about guns. And they get into arguments with gun people. And gun people obviously know about guns. And you'll say things that will trigger people and make you look stupid. Like when you say, you know, assault rifle. It's AR-15. It's an assault rifle 15. Like the AR in, in AR-15 doesn't stand for assault rifle. I've seen so many people get tripped up by that. you got to, if you really want to make change happen in terms of gun access for people, it's important that you also know about guns, I think, you know? Otherwise, oh, sure. they're going to school you. Every conversation, you're going to get defeated in.
3: On, I mean, conversation as far as, like, a quiz on the glossary of terms, then perhaps, but you're also having teenagers come from a place in which they have experienced more gun violence in schools than we have in our lifetime.
2: Ever. Yeah, I think, it's, I think it's even more important that they know about it. If you, if you are going to advocate for things... I think that you need to have an awareness of what you're talking about. Otherwise, you are going to be made to look like a fool in every conversation that you get into. Uh, and and this happens a lot, right? And in some cases, the kids can't really do much about it. I don't know if a 16-year-old can go to a gun range and go in there and, and shoot a weapon with their parents. I don't know what the rules are on that in particular.
4: Uh, Yeah, I don't, I don't. I know I do
2: know. I
4: know for me I
2: learned a little bit going to the gun range and over the years I've learned a little bit more. I still don't know enough about firearms to weigh in on most of this stuff because it's a complicated thing and I, I hope to moving forward learn more. And I it's, always, it's hard
4: didn't. it's hard to take uh you know it's hard to pick whose word to take for it cuz like right now on the texting service I have those people are wrong. You can briefly show a concealed firearm in a non-threatening manner. And the next text is absolutely can't show even imprinting is illegal, which means wearing a tight shirt where you can see that the firearm exists underneath the shirt. <laughs> yeah, right.
2: Yeah. Mark on YouTube says most anti-gun advocates don't want to learn anything about guns. Therein, I think, lies the problem because they're anti-gun advocates. They don't necessarily want to be around weapons and they view weapons as, as a negative frightening scary thing. Uh, so look, to them they don't want to spend time some of them with
4: exactly. them. Exactly. In their eyes they go, "Let's get let's get rid of guns. We're the anti-gun advocate." Mm-hmm. And if we if we get our way and we get rid of guns, I won't need to learn anything about. Them. Sure.
2: Yeah. Uh, uh, so there they are. Those kids are making their point known and uh, they're allowed to do that, but we'll see what you think. Go to the newsjunkie.com, Send us a dispatch now. Now it's time for me to go on a rant, okay? I need to rant about something. I don't care where you come from, all right? I don't care when you were born. I don't care what your political leanings are, whether you're pro-gun, anti-gun, or any of those things. But I will tell you without a shadow of a doubt If you are one of these people that I've seen in the last three days wearing Apple Vision Pro goggles (laughs) in public, you are a loser, okay? You are an absolute bona fide loser. Keep these inside your household. Do not be wandering around the streets with your Apple Vision Pro goggles that cost $3,500. You're wearing them around. I see people uh, on, like... uh, Imagine being on New York's subway system, like this guy right here, and he's got his Vision Pro goggles on as he's cruising on the subway, and there's, like, Aussie busters you behind him.
3: look like an idiot. You look like a moron. This is so stupid. Someone I, I, can just a- run up from behind him and then rip him off his head, right? Or They could, yeah. And that's more- no, no,
4: they'll show him in the rear view camera.
3: Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> they're not going to catch him. I've been seeing a rude. lot of TikTok, uh, like screen recordings of what people are looking at uh-huh. while they do it. Some of it very cool. Sure. Definitely within the comforts of their own home. Yes. Makes complete sense.
2: That, much more sense that way. And I saw a guy who allegedly got arrested, but at the very least got pulled over because he was driving his Tesla with the Apple Vision Pro on. And he's like, Computing whilst he's doing his Tesla driving and cruising down the
3: road. What are what are you people doing? I mean, you could still see the road if you have that.
2: You you definitely okay. That is definitely got to be against some sort of law, right?
4: Yeah,
3: distracted driving. Driving distracted. I mean, are you talking about like you? We're not talking about what's illegal and legal. So is texting and driving, and Mm -hmm. some places you have to wear a seatbelt. We're talking about this is really
4: really high class texting and driving. Well, I mean, <laughs> but you can see
3: you're seeing them. I I, I would um, say that you have more of a, a vision in front of you with the with the goggles than you do looking down on your phone. No, you the guy right that
2: there. hold on, let me see. Um, I, I know vision, what video you're talking
3: about. Yeah, but the guy's well, the, also on autopilot mode, so that's, you know
2: he, he's fleet. on autopilot mode, which you're not supposed to necessarily do in the way that he was doing it. But he's typing you on the Vision like Quest Sticklers,
3: Pro. Both of you. What are you talking about? You sound very uncool. You're in defense of the guy driving. I'm not in Vision defense, Quest, but you're just like, you're supposed to be paying attention to the road the whole time. And that's totally, yes, like, uh, dangerous. Yes, it's dangerous. Now, of course it's dangerous. Now let's look at like, you know, the uh, hypothetical world of it all. Mm-hmm. There's people we've seen shaving, eating yeah. full-blown meals, perhaps in that Tesla taking a nap. Now we're looking at this fellow, and according to all the videos that we've seen about the Apple Vision Pros... you could see right or right i don't want
2: people in public at all with apple vision pros much less behind the wheel of a vehicle i think it's it's weird i don't know. maybe that's what the future looks like maybe i'm behind the eight ball here and that's what the future looks like is people wandering around i mean that's what apple
4: wants the future to look like
2: (laughs) you imagine being on the, the subway or walking around the city and everybody's wearing one of these and You're just walking around like some weird subterranean people. See, I, yeah. and
4: I've I forget who uh, Ashley was pointing out to me on Instagram the other day, and I was like, I have instilled this in her. I always notice when people have those Air Max uh, uh, headphones on. Mm-hmm. The Apple Air Max, they're, they're like the five or six hundred dollar headphones that you're like, you know, justify it to me. And I thought about it, and I thought if we lived in New York City. Uh and I you know took the subway every day, walked around a lot. I might be more likely to get the Air Max just because I worry about my AirPods falling out because yeah. they do a lot. And if I, like if I'm in the subway, I'm like I've I've seen videos of bums just taking a leak openly right here. I'm <laughs> supposed to drop this on the floor of the subway and then put it back in my ear. Uh, yeah. I don't know about that. That's a little gross. But it also um, seems very stealable. So uh, the, you got that going for you.
2: Somebody's saying that uh, this video was a fake. Hold on. Who was it? Guy driving with it and getting pulled over was a skit. Uh, He may have been skidding when it comes to like the cop cars and lights behind him or or whatever, but he definitely wasn't doing a skit when he was driving and using the Vision Quest Pro or the Vision Pro. Um, You can see in front of me here if you're watching on YouTube and Twitch. He's got it on as he's behind the wheel of the Tesla driving down the road. So you could definitely see that he did that. I don't know where he is. It looks like he's in America because he's driving on the left side of the car. So maybe that's
3: where he is. It's just so funny seeing these people like not have anything in their hands. There was one girl who was doing like the, there's a DJ program. Uh And she's like, watch this, you guys. I have effects as well. And then I could pull from the records of here on the side. And then you take the wide shot and it's like, you're looking at this person
2: (laughs) who looks insane.
3: Picking things uh, and DJing absolutely nothing.
2: Like the most wild version of somebody conducting an orchestra. Mm-hmm. You know, they're pulling things from all over the place. A terrible and, mime. And, and, and it's cool. Like, I don't get me wrong. All that stuff is kind of cool. But I don't want people doing that behind the wheel. But think about said, it,
4: because uh, I know that this movie in particular did, like, research on what stuff was supposed to look like. Minority Report is starting to get it right. For sure.
2: Yeah. You know? it's, not, it's not very different to that says, when contacted by Gizmodo, Dante Lentini confirmed that the video was a skit he made with friends and that he wasn't arrested. He said he only drove with the headset for 30 to 40 seconds while driving his Tesla. Well, you still drove 30 to 40 seconds with the headset on. He said, I was in the right place at the right time. That's why we filmed the police. So the cops were, like, behind him, and he uh, recorded this. I saw some of the other videos he did, too. Uh, it's just, I think wearing it in public is weird. Casey Neistat did a video that's been pretty viral over the last two days. I
4: haven't watched the video yet, but I do like his content. And uh, he, When I was, like, shopping for drones, I was into watching a lot of his videos about stuff like that. And um uh, he said it was like the coolest or best piece of tech he's ever used yeah I, look that's where i step back for a second i go i know
2: what i think is cool i can uh look at things and say what kind of impact will this have on society and i can get decent at guessing how technology will impact things this dude he's very big into the world of technology and casey neistat's not a dummy he's a smart guy and he said after trying it he thinks it's the greatest gadget as c lane said ever or not even gadget greatest piece of technology Ever made, which is pretty high praise. Uh, it's just the biggest problem right now. I think is it's now, did they send that to him
3: for free? I don't know. I would say that too.
2: I don't know if he got one for free or not. I've seen people, at least pretending to, on Twitter for the last twenty four hours do giveaways of these things and get a response. Uh, it's you know, I don't know where any of this is going to go. I just know that they look a little goofy, and when you're wandering around with one of these in public. It's the worst version of. Remember when the iPad first came out and people were carrying around iPads in public and taking pictures and stuff. Still do that. They <laughs>
3: mm. Still do that.
4: <laughs> no, I think what was worse uh, is the very first Bluetooth earpieces. Yeah, and the, you, the, long, the long, long ones. No, uh, no. The the shorter they got, the more that you could like.
3: Jumbo the 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 blue. Uh, light that was just a
4: lot of them had blue lights on them very clear most people only wore them in one ear and mm-hmm. and that so it, it you could find yourself in a situation where a person is talking near you but not to you and you don't know it and you're like oh it's a douchebag with a bluetooth thing that i mean right. that was like early 2000s or you know maybe mid 2000s kind of thing there where you were that guy
2: yeah, but Tammy makes the point on YouTube. Anybody who spends that much money wants to show it off. So it's kind of a status symbol. You're like, oh, that person has one of those vision pros. They're very expensive. I also think in some circumstances, that could be very, very dangerous because people will go, people, somebody will buy this from me. I could steal this very, very easily. Could be a lot of potential problems. Excuse me. Quick break. Oh, actually. Uh, I gotta play a couple of dispatches here because I've been so bad about these. Here is that tie-dye chick. This is about Shane Gillis, I guess.
5: Hey, good day, everybody. Hey. So, Sean, since you like Shane Gillis, I would like to suggest another comedian for you. His name is Ian Bag. He's got a special on Amazon Prime. It's mm-hmm. called Conversations. Uh, highly recommend. Have great
2: day, Ian Bag? did oh. she said. Uh, uh, never heard. I've never heard of him. I don't recognize this guy. I'll give it a go. Yeah, I'll check it out. I've never heard of him before today. Um, But I like Shane Gillison as much as I think he's a smart guy. I think he really knows how to craft a joke. It's pretty rare to see that. A lot of comedians that I see do stand-up are sort of in the just okay category, where it's like, yeah, you did it. Yeah, people are nuts. But did you really come up with some groundbreaking creative stuff, or did you have a unique thought? You know, that's the one that I always like. When I saw Louis C.K. in his prime, uh, and I don't mean like live, though I do, I do think I went somewhere where he was uh, performing one time. I did. I can't remember. Uh, you definitely did. You went to New York and saw him, right? Philadelphia. Or Philadelphia and saw him. When he was in his prime, the stand-up specials he were doing was doing were pretty groundbreaking and funny, and he was coming up with really, really clever things. He's not doing that so much anymore. His latest stand-up is not nearly as as good or as thought-provoking. But now I think uh, Shane Gillis is kind of hitting on that same nerve, at least for me. A guitar slinger is talking about a Vision Pro. If you're walking around with thirty
0: five hundred dollars worth of Apple technology on your head mm-hmm. in downtown, anywhere, in a subway you might want to be a proponent of concealed weapon permits because you're going to need something to keep people from ripping it off your head and stealing it.
2: Shit, People steal shoes. If they're going to steal shoes, they'll definitely get you for a real expensive piece of machinery like that. Uh, When we come back, we'll get some more of you. And uh, there was a moment this weekend where the sports world got a delicious, delicious clip. Uh, What happened? Don't miss this. It's coming up next on the News Junkie. touch on real quick one of my other favorite things just put this in the favorite things list for me is watching TikTok. And
4: roses
2: yeah it's on that one it's on that song uh it is watching tiktok in real life crash into each other and that's happening right now with the stupid slushy thing that people are doing on tiktok and if you haven't witnessed this just yet...
6: I haven't uh,
4: witnessed it, but I did see something over the uh, weekend that led me to believe that there was some sort of TikTok craze that involved slushies. What'd you see? I saw a picture posted in a 7-Eleven that says, if you uh, are getting a slushie and you have your phone out recording it, we'll call, we're calling the cops if you're recording <laughs> exactly, if you're recording it for TikTok
2: that's exactly what's happening here i've seen this and there's a lot of 7-11s that are freaking out because these stupid kids keep doing this TikTok thing and what they're doing is they generally drive big trucks and they're like lifted trucks usually and they go out into the parking lot after they purchase purchased their slushy they fill the slushy all the way up and they go out into the parking lot and they smash the slushy into their truck and then that's it that's the thing. I, it doesn't sound super clever to Whoa, me, but that's
3: crazy, does it doesn't
2: doesn't does seem like super funny to me, but it caught on as a trend. And now the 7-Elevens are putting up these signs that are like, hey, if you grab a slushie and intend to videotape yourself doing something with it, we're going to call the cops. Why? What What's if, the and point? What are the
3: cops going to do?
2: I don't know. I have no like, idea. Is not not
3: their property to smash whatever they want into it?
2: Um, I don't know, you're not, blur- like, if you're, if you're taking a slushy and you're smashing it in your car, if you pay for, for the slushy, that's fine. You're making a mess, but making a mess isn't illegal, so I don't know what you would be doing that would be against the law there. Can you think of anything that would be illegal about if that? You, if you
4: didn't pick up the, uh, cup for the slushy, you would be littering. Litterate. Yeah,
2: Lettering I mean... It. If you didn't do that, then fine. But I think they're just annoyed by it because they have to go outside and clean up after this happens and kids keep doing it over and over to them. Uh, Okay. This is also on the radar Celine was mentioning this earlier, in fact, and there was a lot of attention giving to uh, the idea that Bob Saget's widow, Kelly Rizzo had popped up with a new love interest. And. Uh, they're debuting I, their, their romance.
4: I was curious uh, uh, like my thing cuz I saw it as a notification on my phone yesterday I want to say. Mm. And I was like, okay, uh, it's been a couple years since Bob Saget died and and she has uh she's dating somebody. Yep. I go, do we care about this because she's Bob Saget's widow? If we didn't if, if she wasn't dating somebody of note, would this still be a headline? But it just turns out she's dating some actor that uh had a couple Couple like hits, but like then just we don't know whatever happened to Breckenmeyer.
3: Okay, Uh,
2: I don't know. (sighs) I'll tell you exactly what's happening. What's happening here is if a celebrity dies, the next time their widow starts dating somebody, people are like, "Oh my god, how could you do this? How could you date another person?"
3: And the bylaws there till death do you part. It is, but people still
2: react that way. They'll be like, "How could she do this? She was with Bob Saget." Yeah, but you know. You, you got to move on with your life. People do move on. Uh, one of the posts is she has a type. The other ones these hoes ain't loyal. The girls will be loyal girls. To what? It, her husband died, <laughs> and two years have passed. She has a type. What's the type? I don't know. I don't know what they're getting at.
3: Funny white
4: Breckenmeyer dude. is in what? What do I know him from? Because his face is super familiar. He was the he well, he was the really stonery guy in Clueless. That um,
3: oh yeah, the guy with the long hair
4: that Brittany Murphy's character ended up liking is like, in Rat yeah. Race as well. Um, yeah, I never saw Rat Race. I know him mostly from uh, Road Trip, where he was the guy that made the made the porn with the girl he just hooked up with, and that he uh-huh. accidentally sent it to his girlfriend.
2: Yeah, I definitely recognize him, and that, that's who she's with now. But like any kind of weird pearl clutching that a woman would be with somebody else, two years in fact is a long time to wait until you unveil that you're with somebody else. She is living her life. There's nothing weird about that or strange about that in the slightest. Uh, it's and just
4: something you have to, to deal with when, you do. Uh, when, when you're in that situation. It you know, sucks. I, I know people who uh, have, have done that and not waited as long, yeah. and it's just like, okay, well, some of you are not going to like this. Yeah, I mean, I'll be honest
2: with you. I did this when my dad started dating somebody after my mom died. I was I didn't like it. Mm. But that
3: makes sense. Uh, you're, um, you're his, you know, child, and that was your mother. Yeah, but for I everyone have, to be up in arms have nothing to do with their personal lives. I like, have a
2: vested interest when it's like my family, and when I look at this, I go, "Why?" Told you
4: you
3: were vested,
2: Sean. Why would I care at all? To care what this woman wants to do should she not be happy for the rest of her life
3: wouldn't you think that bob would want her to be happy <laughs> a woman would think yeah
2: and i could throw these same arguments at myself but i never tried to interfere with my father getting in a relationship i just i was like that's cool glad you're happy i don't necessarily want to get to know that person that was my where i ended up on that i was like that is it's not gonna be new mom for me so no i'm gonna leave that there uh keep your eyes peeled everybody keep your eyes peeled Because you could be a winner. Right now, there is a McDonald's campaign, and it's kind of a fun one that they have underway. And the Hamburglar is on the road, okay? The Hamburglar is out there, uh, and a heist could break out at any moment. And they said, if you run into the Burger Cuda, which is the car that the Hamburglar is driving around, and you see it here, it's a Barracuda, obviously, and white and black like the hamburger character from McDonald's if you that find
3: scream like the car you're looking for i could see a lot of people with that vintage looking car yeah definitely there's
2: other people that would have something like this it's just a barracuda with racing stripes and it's white with black stripes but huh. maybe that makes it more difficult because if you find it it's going from coast to coast and if you find the vehicle and you catch them by scanning a QR code that's on the Hamburglar's car, you get a year's worth of free McDonald's. All if you right. see this hope out you get there the somewhere, uh, you do not get the car. Unfortunately, you only get free McDonald's for a year. And it's spothamburgler.com. And maybe you see it out there somewhere. That's not bad. It's a smart little idea campaign for them. Right now, what we're going to do is take a quick break. When we come back, final dispatches, stories that didn't make the cut. And today I learned to wrap everything up for a Monday. That's all coming up next on the News Junkie. Dispatches, stories that didn't make the cut, and today I learned to wrap everything up for a Monday. If you missed any of the show today, don't forget we got a podcast that you can uh, subscribe to for free, and it's over at thenewsjunkie.com. It's been nice hanging out with you, and now let's see what we have for our final Dispatches today. There's some folks who are upset. They're mad about the 7-Eleven TikTok douchebags, including Flip is very, very unhappy with the folks
0: doing this. What we really need on TikTok is uh, somebody out there who uh, can pretend like he's got one of these douche dozer trucks Mm -hmm. that wears Hey Dudes and has a mullet and pretend like he shaved his head and set his truck on fire and see how many of these morons we can get to follow behind.
2: Yeah, I don't know. They have bigger problems right now with TikTok. They're taking a lot of the music off of TikTok, and I'm seeing people talk about how User retention is down. Uh, when you actually look at the numbers, more people 18 to 34 are on Facebook than are on TikTok. Um, more people 18 to 34 are on number one. Number one platform for younger people is not TikTok. It is a YouTube. YouTube is the absolute number one platform <laughs> for younger people. And uh, that's why they were, they got scared, I think, a little bit and tried to do the YouTube shorts, which I hate. I never have gotten into the YouTube shorts But I love YouTube. I mean, I I
4: follow a ton
2: of creators on
4: there. I feel like doing the YouTube shorts was a way to kind of be on the same bandwagon as having stories or uh i think they're both stories on instagram and facebook yeah. And, and, yeah. and twitter had something that was like it too
3: everybody
1: clips.
4: but it, it, twitter qu- had what what was the twitter thing called
2: Fli- flinches Flin um um uh,
3: there's this new thing now that every time i go to think i'm making a new tweet it's like do you want to join glonk
2: fleets <laughs> G- did glonk
3: you, yeah did you like it's what is it gronk <laughs>
2: Grok. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the AI.
4: That's the AI yeah. that they have on Twitter. It's like ChatGPT. No,
2: like, you're talking know.
4: about Fleets, was what Twitter did. Fleets. But, but, yeah. but, but shorts for uh, YouTube, I think, has kind of like somehow forced some of the bigger YouTubers into thinking they need to like be on board with shorts. Mm-hmm. So, like, uh, like I watch a lot of Babish, obviously. And then every, every once in a while, I'll see like he just posted a short, which is just taking one of his. Recipes and just doing like a quick thing of it. He's like, I guess I'm I'm shorting now. <laughs>
2: I gotta do, do this. shorts. You know where they added it to where it made the least sense? They added stories on Twitch. It's like, okay, cool. Yeah, another place where you gotta post things.
4: Another place where I you're... didn't even know that was a thing.
2: Yeah, they did that, and within the last six months or so, they've added stories to Twitch. I don't know that anybody's using them. They got big problems actually over on Twitch. And I, I uh, over the pandemic, really, really, really started to grow to love Twitch and and watching other streamers and stuff. And they have major issues. They have a lot of competition right now. Uh, They're not giving out any of the big deals that they used to give out. The top streamers would get paid insane amounts of money. Uh, Their platform is not evolving with the times. Big content creators are like, no, forget it. We're going to go away from Twitch and go over to just YouTube and just streaming on YouTube. They got a lot of issues in front of them. And, that's a, a company that probably was never meant to be. If you don't know the history, it came from a website called Justin.TV, which I Correct. think you were even on it back
4: then, Celin, right? And- uh, we used to do Justin.TV at the, at the station. I, yeah. I, I remember specifically one of our... um Live streams got like flagged and dropped because uh, it was just live streaming the body painting at Earth Day Birthday.
2: <laughs> Can't have that. Yeah. At first, it was just one dude named Justin and he was yeah. streaming his whole life, Justin.tv. And then that started to get traction. And he said, Well, you can stream on the site too. So people could stream whatever they want. And then what did they want to stream? Well, people started streaming themselves playing video games. And they said, We got something here. You know, we can really use this. And they spun that out into Twitch which eventually was sold to Amazon for billions of dollars and became the place. That was the spot where people would stream shows like this. We stream on on Twitch.tv slash The News Junkie. But those websites can die just as fast as they pop up and become successful if they don't change with the times. You always got to be on your heels uh, or your toes. Either way. Here's Spike Man. It says, more rat daddy. Uh Uh-oh. Here we go. I
0: need more rat daddy. Mm Mm-hmm repeat i need more rat daddy on a daily basis
2: well please you know why more rat Daddy. i'm sure when we have rat related stories rat daddy may pop up and totally make sense I mean, i'll jump
3: was, in i'll definitely pass along the message
2: yeah is, is the email address set up for rat daddy yet i don't remember if they got that done they were just i believe they were, so they were uh, onboarding Rat Daddy at iHeart, and the whole process is like, you know, the background checks, et cetera, et cetera.
3: Did it's not work out well, but, I mean, were there are loopholes, Rat Daddy will dive through them.
2: Oh, true. Yeah, very, very true. Okay, let's do the stories that didn't make the cut, and uh, everybody made the cut today, all right? we're oh. just say that. Oh. Mostly, why? Because I looked up and saw that we don't have a lot of time left. So. You did
3: it, everybody.
2: Here we go. Let's do it. Let's do today. I, uh-oh, hold on let's do today i learned the following information may make you feel smarter but will not actually increase your iq so don't get cocky now it's time for what we call today i learned it is today learned for a monday february 5th 2024 and uh, today learned sponsored by j david tax law peace of mind is only a click or a phone call away uh ran on youtube says Bashish. What did that, What C-Lane say? He said Babish. Babish. B-A-B-I-S-H. He's, he does food videos. Uh, here, Vigo, her name comes up again on the show today. Today, I learned this lady right here. Tracy
3: Chapman. Oh,
2: nope. She's old. Oh, she was uh, in Mitchell. Ch- That's right. Joni Mitchell. Songwriter Joni Mitchell only released a Greatest Hits album called Hits on the condition with her record label that could, she could release something called Mrs., With the songs that she thought could have done well, but that maybe didn't do so well, so a hits and misses album, Bam, was released from her. Today, learned you would have thought he was in a different headspace, but maybe not. Michael Phelps says he contemplated suicide after the 2012 Olympics, in which he won what the hell, man, and two silver medals. So, uh, man, if he's battling God, it's it's a tough time out there. Today, learned Michael Buble who had this hockey moment where or did he, you he just on search Michael
4: streams. in Tower of...
2: No, I did not. Uh, but he was fired from this show. X X-Files. Files. That's right, the X-Files. He was fil- fired as an extra from the X-Files because he stole a hot dog off the craft services table. He said he was okay. starving and poor at the time, and he was playing a member of a submarine crew. And he was unceremoniously fired from the set of the then-popular Fox oh. series for stealing a hot
4: dog. the food is for the people who are acting. No, That's what they say. Actors get other stuff,
2: man. They don't get the good hot dogs. I know that. So Today, while 8.4% of Americans don't wear seatbelts, which that seems kind of crazy to me now because almost every car screams at you yeah. if you don't wear a seatbelt these days. But the folks who are 8.4% of America not wearing seatbelts... About 50% of those killed in car crashes are in that group. The folks who decide you're too cool or whatever for a seatbelt. You don't want one of those. And finally, this band right here. That's right. Four Non Blondes. Linda Perry is the lead singer, a great songwriter. Wrote lots of songs that you've heard, like Get This Party Started from Pink and a ton of other mega hits. She's married to Sarah Gilbert, who played Darlene in the show Roseanne. The two have a kid together. And she wrote uh, Gwen Stefani songs, Beautiful, by Christina Aguilera. She is a super, super superstar. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. We appreciate it. We're back tomorrow. Same time, same place. Miss any of the show? Go get the podcast at thenewsjunkie.com. We'll see you tomorrow, everybody.